0: Hey, Luke. What's up, Fro? Why is Santa so jolly?
1: Uh, I don't know. Why is Santa so jolly?
0: Well, she knows where all the naughty girls live. Ha ha
2: ha. On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, Fro, Luke, and I will be talking about the news of the week, WWE pay per view TLC predictions, Project Bluebeam, Bad Santa 2. Westworld episode 9 and we'll finally find out the scores for our survivor series and NXT predictions. This is another digital citizen. <laughs> This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions, this is a podcast for us, for the digital world. Welcome citizen.
0: Super, woohoo e- hoo uh, special, woo-hoo, episode of, Woohoo another, Woohoo digital, woo-hoo, Citizen episode
3: 60, Woohoo
0: hoo woo-hoo,
2: woo-hoo, woo-hoo. We-, we is like, well old now,
0: 60 episodes and counting, ah. what are we going to do when we, we turn a hundred episodes. That's the question.
2: Will we still be friends then? Will we not have already like no. turned on each other and hated each other? And no.
0: <laughs> I don't like any any of you now. As it, as it is, I can't <gasps> think of doing for the more shows. Lies, you liars! <laughs> I do. Hi,
1: look. Hi, bro. Hi, everybody.
0: <laughs> Congratulations, with sixty shows.
1: Sixty shows. <sighs> Yep. We've been doing this for a while now. It's I don't crazy. know if anybody cares, but we have been.
2: Yeah. We care. We Who care. else matters? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're right.
0: Yeah. You don't matter, listener.
2: <laughs> well, they do care, but they don't email us, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we don't know they care. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, true. Um. But uh, we have people being uh, so uh, active on our Facebook book page. So, that's cool. I mean, I like that. Uh, Other than that, um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, This week, uh, uh, of course, uh, I uh, tried to uh, climb... uh, a small what can I what I could call it? It's not a ladder, where, but it's uh, the thing that stairs. Yeah, <laughs> and, but it's not even stairs, not ladders. But who cares? Uh, but I fell down, so my back is hurting. So that's
2: no. Oh. I knew you'd hurt your back, but you didn't say why. Was it like a little step ladder thing?
0: Yeah, the step ladder thing.
2: Oh,
1: okay, yeah.
0: That
2: would make sense. They are nasty when you fall, because they just go straight from under you. Yep. Feet gone. (laughs) Head first.
0: Whoopsie. Whoopsie day. So my back is hurting, so I'm sitting kind of strangely in my sofa with two computers. Um, (laughs) That's the other people I've seen pictures of. So if, if you are a thief in Norway, you should come now, because on Sunday it's going to be a different...
2: <laughs> yeah, get down to Fro's ice yeah. store <laughs> yeah.
0: come to, come to my ice store it's it's kind of funny so but yeah it takes a lot of uh, space of having computers all over the house but right now i just feel i and and uh, they are not like they are not like super um light as well so like uh, trying to uh, get them up in the apartment and thing uh, also oh. hurt my back so
2: Yeah that's a good point as well like it's not even like you could just put it on the floor somewhere out of the way cuz you've nope. done your back in now Yep Oh dude
0: <laughs> Yep so that's my week uh what have you done since we talked uh, last delay other than sleep
2: Um well yeah I did a lot of sleeping <laughs> Um a bit too much sleeping, especially that day. Yeah, at least I've...
1: almost half the time was spent sleeping.
2: It's strange. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> if not more, actually. Although, I don't know. Oh. Um, I've not been up to a great deal. been sorting out my um, birthday party things and cakes and stuff. And I watched a film. What? Uh, I know. What? I know. Actually, I've watched two. What? <laughs> yeah. And, and loads of other stuff that I'll probably mention later.
0: Uh, Luke, can you look out your window? Do you see some pl- pigs flying there?
2: No, I do not.
0: which. It must be called in hell then.
2: Yeah, definitely. That froze yep. over.
0: Yep. Uh, what have you done since we talked last week? Uh, Luke.
1: Uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was fun. Uh, Family, lots of good food. I had lots of leftovers. So I pretty much like a couple just like yesterday, I think I ate the last of my leftovers. So (laughs) a lot of extra food and stuff. Um, Delicious. This week was crazy conspiracy theory week. I think online if anybody noticed. We had Kanye West with his crazy rant about George uh, or about uh, Donald Trump and then getting sent into an insane asylum.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and all, my, the people online,
1: <laughs> all the people oh, yeah. online are saying that he's been taken by the NWO. So that was mm-hmm. fun. That happened this week. And then uh, what was the other crazy conspiracy theory thing that happened this week? Uh, oh, the Pizzagate thing. Where all oh, the people I love online
0: I love think Pizzagate.
1: that Hillary Clinton and John Podesta are behind a child um, pornography pedophile, pedophile yeah. ring. Right?
3: Yep.
1: What? Crazy conspiracy theory week this week online. It's been kind of fun to debate crazy people on Twitter and whatnot. So. Mm-hmm.
0: That has happened uh, where you live. <laughs> this, yeah. yeah, The I Kanye mean-
1: West stuff is pretty funny. If anybody's seen the video of him, he like did a rant to the crowd for what, like 20 minutes? He stopped the whole concert and did a rant about Donald Trump for 20 minutes and then he walked off stage and he cancelled the rest of his concerts. And then went to um, a psychiatric hospital of some type. So,
2: mm-hmm. I need to watch that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think me, maybe Pizzagate is the most fun thing I have looked into. Yeah,
1: it's weird. It is really weird. Uh, it's very, uh, it's Alex Jones Street. Like if you turned on Alex Jones Street, you'd end up at this. So.
0: Yeah, it's 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 uh it's it's strange. But uh Jill Jill Ste- Ste- oh, my my English today is going to suck. Uh Jill Stein uh raises millions to recount votes in Michigan, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. Why is she doing that, Luke?
1: Uh well basically just because she says there is a possi- these are the places she the, there is some evidence that there's a possibility there could have been tampering uh with these specific states uh certain counties and um specifically the kind of electronic uh ba- ballots they use uh are easily tamperable so she they would just want to check i guess but Hillary Clinton has gotten behind this and she made uh something like Almost $30 million in 24 hours. Something like that. Uh, So pretty amazing. Uh, Most people think a lot of that is coming probably from uh, people who were involved in the Clinton campaign. Because Clinton can't exactly come out after saying all the things she said about Trump not accepting the election. She can't exactly come out and call for a recount. Because that would be incredibly hypocritical of her. So uh, Jill Stein doing it. Hillary Clinton can kind of get on the back of it and have this happen. Um chances are this will do nothing. So.
0: Yeah. Do you believe
1: this conspiracy? Uh what what conspiracy?
0: No, I I'm not calling it a conspiracy, but people are.
1: That's Uh well, what what conspiracy are you talking about?
0: That that they're trying to get rid of Donald Trump.
1: Of course they are. That's the whole idea, is to uh, do that. But she would have to, it would have to overturn the vote in all three states for her to actually, um, for it to actually change the electoral vote. Uh, So the chances of her overturning all three states is basically zero. Um, Especially since, I think I got the numbers here. Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, the raw difference was, or Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. The raw difference was seventy thousand seven hundred and ninety-five votes. So, oh. if they're going to find an extra seventy thousand votes for Clinton, uh, that's going to be pretty impressive. But I don't think that's going to happen. So,
2: yeah, and it'd be a serious, serious issue with like not collecting the data properly in the first place.
1: Uh, we do have a huge issue with that here. A lot of the yeah, electronic much, 70, ballots. Uh, yeah that's that's what I'm saying that's not gonna happen I, yeah. I Michigan ten thousand seven hundred Wisconsin twenty two thousand one hundred uh, a little over that but the Michigan I guess that's possible if there was like some huge voter problem some kind of problem with the machines or some kind of vote count went wrong or some kind of huge fraud which we would find out about um but the Seventy thousand—that's not going to happen. And she would have to have all three states for it to mean anything. So, mm. there you go.
0: But uh, is it—is it me or—or or is it, it for me? For me? For me? Outside, uh, I have to say that uh, it feels like uh, they are maybe trying to to uh, desperately. Uh, not accept that it's... I mean, this isn't
1: anything unusual in an election. Recounts happen all the time, Fro, if that's what you're asking.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm asking.
1: Yeah. Yep. Not unusual at all. I mean, uh, the biggest, most known one that everybody knows about would be 2000 when Gore did the recount uh, and it took weeks and weeks and weeks and it didn't do anything. We still had George Bush. So, there you go. (laughs) Mm.
2: Yeah, he got through after quite a lot of things that Shouldn't have. But, right. uh, I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous how much
1: it costs in the first place. Uh, it cost Jill Stein something like 30, uh, $30 million. I think it was $34 million. Holy, uh, holy. To get one of the states to do a recount. So they Whoa. had to raise a wow. lot of money to get this to happen. So,
0: Yeah, that isn't free.
1: No. How can it be that much, though? Uh, You've got to pay all the people to recount the stuff so there's all that uh renting the places to do it getting I the suppose. machines getting all the people yeah it costs a lot of money
2: so. they not have government buildings that you know could be
1: oh but these are part-time government employees that uh count all the ballots and stuff like that so then
2: yeah i suppose yeah just i, they I feel they could do it cheap they
1: have to yeah they have to bring all these people back they have to bring all this stuff back that all the uh equipment this is for the fairness of
2: democracy of their country they should be willing to do that you know if i give my five hours here and he gives his five hours and he gives his five hours (laughs) (laughs) oh if only the world worked on my rules
1: Uh, (laughs) right i I don't think (laughs) those these people aren't going to take time out of their day to do this stuff they want to get paid so
2: yeah because they care that much about their country (laughs)
1: still it it seems like a lot of money so yeah you know, whatever they're gonna do, it it probably won't do anything. If it does, we will cover it on the show. So,
2: hey, maybe you'll get a coalition like we did. <laughs> get a nice Hillary Trump coalition. <laughs> That'd be sexy. Sexy.
0: Yep. Uh, so, um, in your little home country, there in uh, Russia, I mean Britain,
2: uh,
0: <laughs> you pass some. Um, Surveillance
2: laws. Yes, the um, the snooper charter or snooper's charter. They've basically made it pretty much free game for them with our um, call records and text logs and all the rest of it. It's it. The police can access it. I think for all the way back for twelve, 12 months. months into your history. Yeah. Which, for
1: everyone, everybody in the entire country. Yeah.
2: Absolutely a year worth of
1: us. web web history for everybody. That, that's a ton of server space. <laughs> think about that.
2: Yeah. It is, but it depends how they're gonna work. Because I, you know, some people are. Oh my God, no! It's they're gonna be able to see everything. And blah, 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 blah. I don't think yeah, they're the- gonna be using this to get people, normal small time people, doing things like streaming off illegal websites and things. This is so that more they they can get the pedos. There's a hell of a lot of child images and stuff and pedophile rings in this country that are going abroad and stuff. I think the police will use it for
1: whatever they feel fit to use it for. <laughs> yeah, <I suppose. laughs> That's what I That's think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It just leaves it open for them to to do what you said, uh, to just use it against just the random Joe for whatever reason they feel like. So,
0: random. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, this,
1: it's, yeah. it is, it's going to be a new law. The, the thing is, uh, it's a new surveillance law which requires the web and phone phone companies to store everybody's history so it's not like they're setting up some kind of server space for these this it's not like it's a state-run uh thing it's they're requiring these small companies to have this huge amount of server space to store all this so that the police can access it whenever they want uh which i think is kind of interesting um I guess the name Snooper's Charter... What is the na- actual name for it? Let me find it real quick. Investigative Powers Act is what it's called. So, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Basically, they're going to be able to... Because all of it will be held and stuff. Rather than them just being able to get the... Whatever requirements they need to have a tap on your phone or whatever. Or, you know, bug your car or whatever. They're, they've got the step up that they can look back into your history... And what, who you've been talking to, what you've been doing, what's led right. up to your crime? See, I'm not. It doesn't there worry, worry me that much because I'm, I'm not a criminal, right? And I'm not. But that,
1: like we just said, like this is just an opening for the for the future for where uh, they can just look into everything all the time.
2: Yeah, uh, which is where we have to make I mean? sure that the legislation around it. Um,
1: it basically – this is basically gives them the power to do that. Like it, there is no – as far as I've seen, I've done a little research on it. There's no, uh, oh, this is the person that you're allowed to look at that information and this is a person you're not to. There's no – they can look at everybody all, all the time. They could run some type of program to just pick out certain words uh, out of ev- all the information they're getting on these servers and then take all those and try to pull certain people and just pay attention to those people because a program told them to. Does that make sense? That's yeah, but scary. doesn't that
2: happen already with certain keywords?
1: Yeah, but this is this would be the, the all the data in the entire country they'd be able to get a hold of. And so they'd be able to... Yeah, it's just... Uh, there's just too much open-endedness to it uh, for it to be something safe. Uh, it, there's too much chance that somebody's going to abuse this power is my point.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's how uh, laws and things change, though, isn't it? They they do something, somebody abuses it, they end up getting taken to court for it, then you can use that in law as an example on another case where somebody's trying to do it and say, oh, no, you can't do that, look, we've prosecuted these. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm more worried about the police doing it than anything else, and they're not going to get prosecuted for it, so.
0: So, then again, talking about Russia, Steven Segal, Our favorite actor of all time, why hasn't he gotten an Oscar, is for me incredible. Uh, I didn't know he hadn't. No, I
2: just sort of
1: assumed. He didn't get an Oscar for Under Siege, or Under Siege 2, which was on (laughs) a train. Even better, yeah. (laughs) Remember that.
0: Now, uh, he wants to become a Russian. I guess he
1: kind of is now. Or at least maybe base, uh, yeah. uh, honorary, at least. I guess, <laughs> honorary uh, Russian? Is honorary he Lana? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's Rusev, right? Because Rusev is the Bulgarian who's honorary Russian, and she's supposed to be the real Russian. But yes, yeah, I but guess
2: she's I She's American and being Russian. We know this
1: now. Total Divas <laughs> right. has come out.
2: No, it, <laughs> not a kayfabe.
1: Right. Oh, man. To- we'll, t- we'll talk about that in TV round. But yeah, Vladimir Putin... Uh, gave Steven Seagal a Russian passport uh, Mm. to go back and forth as he sees fit. I guess he's a fan of his movies, is what it looks like. I mean, we know, we've seen Vladimir Putin likes, uh, what, Sambo and different martial arts, so.
0: Yep. Hey, Tolle, if you lived in Japan, yeah, just think that you uh, live in Japan, and you order a pizza,
3: What do you think?
0: What do you think the pizza? How would the pizza come to you? Robot. Robots.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I'm in Japan. Yeah, I think maybe robots. Yep. Me too. My question
1: is: Does pizza sell well in Japan? That's my. That's my thing. Is pizza even really a good seller? Do people like like uh, pizza in Japan all that much? That's my question.
3: Mm, Maybe. Surely, I mean. But, I mean, it
1: seems like everybody would like pizza, but maybe their palates are different to where they don't like pizza. I don't. Re- I really don't know. Somebody let me know if people. There's in Japan...
2: a lot. There's a lot of people in Japan, though, aren't there?
1: Right, that's true.
2: So, sort of.
1: The chance meter would be for meter, really meter
2: or mile for mile. Yeah, there's going to be somebody but, wanting some but pizza.
0: The, but the pizza doesn't come with a robot in Japan. Uh, at
2: What does it? What brings it?
0: A rain there.
2: <gasps> but like or... Santa's.
0: <laughs> yes. <gasps> uh, but uh, Domino's Pizza, p- pizza is, is uh, using rain there. Why? Why was my first question?
2: I think, surely, uh, it, Japan has a lot of snowboarding and stuff. Does it get quite say, like, really snowy and cold and stuff?
1: Maybe certain parts of Japan are really snowy and cold, but I don't think all of it is really snowy and cold. Right, it's, I mean, it's pretty much right in the middle of, uh, like near near the equator. So I can't imagine, you know what I mean. It's not like, hmm. yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe they wanted to showcase what they have on the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: maybe you never know. Look as far what as you, as Domino's UK look. haven't done it with deer on it.
0: <laughs> look what you have on your pizza. Yeah, I, I, I love think... their meat.
2: Maybe it's
1: just a gimmick. I don't know, but, you know, just for, like, the holiday season, but
2: again... Yeah. yeah. It says that um, last year, Twitter users were able to order a cheesy pizza simply by tweeting the pizza emoji to at Domino's.
0: What? Really?
2: Yeah. So, I think it's more of a publicity thing than they actually need it. But the pictures are in very snowy places around Hokkaido. That's true. (laughs)
1: Maybe it is very snowy this time of year. I, I've it never just been say so I... Cold
2: and snowy winter months ahead. But it worked, you know, in lots of places in America. Surely there's places. One of my friends used to live in, like near the Rockies and um, said that there was there was a lot of snow and you were like walking to school in snow that's past your knees deep. Which ha- over we here t- we would not have that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have talked about reindeer suicide uh, cults before on this podcast. Uh, Maybe this
1: is what caused it. They all were tired of delivering, being stuck delivering pizzas. Yeah, they got
2: typecast.
0: And uh, <laughs> and talking about cults, I want to start my own religion here in Norway. Then I want to pretend we have more members than we have. Then I want to get a lot of money from the state. Then I don't want to get discovered, like the Norwegian Catholic Church did, and they got fined this.
2: Uh so for lying
1: like, yeah, it seems like somebody should get in more trouble, uh but um, I guess maybe it didn't wasn't that long, but still seems like somebody should be getting in trouble for this, but they did get fined, I guess, so that is something. yeah but so
0: yesterday Atelier.
2: yesterday
0: what did you do uh, last night?
2: What did I do last night?
0: <laughs> I don't know, I'm not there
2: uh, I, I didn't really do anything I glued some really? gems onto a thing
0: yeah, Were you not in front of your computer watching the last and
2: final chess Surprisingly no I missed it It's
1: the final know, maybe, chess maybe anybody I'm in the world is ever going to be allowed to play
2: ever. Hey! <laughs> it's over guys <laughs> Yeah.
0: Now, now, now we are satisfied. Now, uh, Magnus Carlsen against Kariaken uh, in rapid chess this time. Four parties uh, or four, four, um, games. four games of rapid chess. And um, the first uh, game was a draw. The second was a draw, but Magnus almost won. Uh, but was really close to winning. Then the third uh, chess game was uh, to Magnus Carlsen, and Karyakin had to win the last uh, um, game, uh, and uh, he didn't. Uh, So Magnus Carlsen won uh, that game as well. And we still have the chess world champion
2: Yay! Yay for Norway! Yay
0: in Norway. Best Norway.
1: And chess goes into overtime for everybody that didn't know that.
0: <laughs> this was in oh, really? overtime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what this that's what happened is they were yeah. tied, right? And uh were, well, well, were they tied were they tied one well, one?
0: Uh no, no. Um six six. Yeah, because okay. it's a half a point every time you take... No, I mean uh, before
1: they went in before they went into the uh, tiebreaker.
0: Yeah, I think it oh, was 6-6 okay. six, six, or 7-7. Seven, seven. All right. Because you, you get one point for winning and you get half a point for a draw.
1: Ah, okay. So yeah, ah. they were tied, they went into the tiebreaker, they did four games in one day, right? And then yep. uh, he came out the winner, so that's good.
2: I'm so <sighs> I I
0: was screaming, like to the computer like Draw! he was screaming over chess
1: yeah <laughs> bro <laughs> well it's, speed, speed chess is a bit different than just regular chess because it's pretty it's quick they're like uh, quick. you know banging the clock and they're going pretty fast yeah um, I've
2: seen that kind of chess before
1: hopefully this doesn't piss off, piss off the Russians anymore though bro uh-huh. but yeah so,
0: let's, let's go through all uh, the... Ho- we had uh, 6,347 mails this week. So, we should get going reading those. Should we look?
1: We didn't get any emails. What? Uh, no. bum, bum, bum.
0: What a surprise. So, uh, instead of emails, let's do some MATLIPs. And when Luke explains what MadLibs is, I will take a a short break to eat something because I needed some food suddenly.
1: Glad you said that on the show. Uh, (laughs) MadLibs is... We pick words, and then I put them into, uh, at least this round, I'm going to have Tilly and Fro pick words. I'm going to put them into a paragraph that has spaces for said words. And then later on in the show, I will read said paragraph. So, we're gonna pick words. Uh, I guess I'll start with Tilly. Uh, Tilly, I need a man's name. A man's name. Dick. Oh. That was easy. Has to
2: be. Yeah.
1: Uh, Fro, an occupation. A job.
0: Occupation. Um, podcaster.
1: Okay. Uh, Tilly, a noun. Uh... Lump. Okay. And then throw another noun.
0: Uh, noun. Uh London.
1: Uh, that'll work, I guess. Uh oh, it and Tilly. About... E- yeah, it's a proper noun, right? But still, it works. Tilly, e- noun.
2: Um. Ironing board.
1: Okay. Actually, London really actually doesn't work here, but it's nah, it's kind of funny, so we'll leave it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fro, shape. We need a shape.
0: Uh, round.
1: Okay. Uh, Tilly, another man's name. Jeffrey. Fro, a verb?
3: Uh, eat.
1: Eat? Okay.
3: Eat.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tilly a woman's name this time
3: Sarah
1: Alright A body part, Fro Okay <laughs>
0: Can I say penis? Sure Okay, penis
1: You just want to say penis? Alright <laughs> Tilly a verb
2: <laughs> Bouncing
1: Okay <laughs> oh, We're getting somewhere uh, Get that down uh fro a noun and Tilly another noun. Uh black. Uh black is not a noun. That is, is an adjective.
2: It? No. Uh notes. Okay. Tilly. Bowtie.
1: And then fro <laughs> yeah. um a restaurant's name.
2: Restaurant's
0: name. McDonald's.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to write down Mickey D's.
2: Mickey D's.
1: Uh, Tilly, a historic monument of some type. Stonehenge. Fro, mm. a verb.
0: Hmm. Uh, go.
1: Okay. Tilly, a noun. And then Fro, another noun.
2: Uh, air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> fro? Uh,
0: shirt.
1: Hmm. Tilly, another noun, and then Fro, another verb.
2: Money box. Uh,
0: please? Is that a verb?
1: Uh, verb is an action of some type.
0: Uh, So, going, running. Uh, Okay. Eating, I said. uh, Running. Running. Yeah.
1: Tilly, a noun? A rock. All right. See, fro, an adjective. So, a descriptor of some type.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Slowly.
1: All right. And Tilly, an adjective? And then fro.
2: Fuzzily. Oh. Or fuzzy.
1: I was gonna say I don't know if fuzzily is a word, but uh, throw uh, an emotion of some type.
0: Emotion. Uh, we go with sad. All right.
1: Tilly, a verb, and then throw another noun. Uh, run.
0: Uh, pen.
1: Uh, and then Tilly a noun and throw another verb. Scarf.
0: Eating. Uh, no, I, I'm so bad at this.
1: Uh, well, you were just eating. That's probably what it was. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, sexting. Ah, that's a word. Sexting. All right. Yeah.
1: And that's it. We're going to, we'll read this out later in the show. Sighting. Cool.
0: Sighting, indeed. Have you watched anything on TV this week,
2: Tilly? I have. I've got like two weeks worth of telly to tell you about, but I won't talk about everything that I've watched over those two weeks. Yeah, just the most interesting stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've been watching Pitbulls and Parolees and how I love it. Well, the latest episode that I watched, there's a guy that pops up in it from My Cat from Hell, like Jackson Galaxy. Oh my god, I got so excited. It was like, my new favourite show mixed with my old favourite show. Yeah, Crazy Sideburns, Bold Head, you know, musician by night and cat behaviourist by day. Yeah, he turns up and helps them capture like more than 30 cats from this place. that um, There was a big sinkhole and everybody got evacuated out of it, but obviously had to leave their cats. So, yeah, that was cool. This week though, more, more pertinent... Um, On the BBC, there's another Stacey Dooley documentary where um, it's called Brainwashing Stacey Anti-Abortion Camp. And she basically goes to this teenage Christian camp where they go out and picket abortion clinics and things with, you know, abortions, murder and all that. That was exceedingly interesting and quite... Again, it's Stacey Dooley and she's amazing and she always, yeah. I mean, she goes in there very much like, I'm really uncomfortable with this. But by the end, she can see certain sides of what they're saying, like certain sides of their argument, but she still maintains her integrity all the way through it, which I love. Ah, cool. Yeah. And then some good comedy at the minute that's available online. Um, Still on the BBC iPlayer, there's Walliams and Friend with David Walliams and a guest comedian every week. Um, doing loads and loads of different sketches. It's um, I'd, I'd say it's sort of a British slant on the very American sketch shows, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Does that make sense? And there's a lot of sort of prosthetics being used and things. And uh, there's also quite a few bits where Jack Whitehall is completely corpsing and just laughing his face off, but trying to hide it because David Walliams is just too good.
1: I've never heard the term corpsing before, but all right.
2: I, uh, I know in, what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favourite terms. <laughs> yeah, when you just see term. them, they just can't. It's mostly, yeah, to do with um, theatre and stuff. If you're on stage and you, right, you're right. doing a comedy, yeah. Um, UKTV Play, the new player that I've found recently, um, that's got all like, the Dave channel and stuff on it. Um, Dave Gorman's back with Modern Life is Goodish where he does a lot of things to do with the internet that pick out, you know, the the YouTube comments and things and funny things online and in the world. And they've just put up uh, the fourth series of Black Blackadder Black Adder Goes Fourth, where they're all in the First World War. Um, Such a good
0: series.
2: Yeah, so I've watched all of that, apart from the last one because I can't watch it because it makes me cry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> there was one thing of Blackadder after that, but that I think that fourth one is probably my favorite out of the four seasons. Oh yeah, that's just, yeah, that's just me. I think everybody. It's just the very, very personal. last
2: episode. I can't, I can't watch it oh, when right. they go over the top. It makes me cry right. every time. Not putting myself through that again. <laughs> they die at the
1: end of every season, so yeah.
2: Yeah, but not that extravagantly if you know what I mean I guess, yeah. it's so it's so moving that last scene can't, can't do it <laughs> I watched uh,
0: something I uh, don't know if Luke have seen or heard about but he should really look at it it's uh, Leah Rhymney, Ra- Scientology and the aftermath have you heard about this Luke
1: I heard about it but I just I haven't checked it out I figured it was a lot of the same stuff from her book since that came out so recently. So right. figured I'd already, since I read the book, I figured it's probably not that much different.
0: It's really, really different and uh, hmm. extremely interesting. Oh, cool. Uh, if if nobody knows who that is, it's the girl from...
1: Uh, Everybody that... loves Raymond. No. Oh, no. What was she from? Uh, King uh, of Queens.
0: King of Queens, yeah.
1: Right, I, they were right next to each other, so I always mix them up.
0: And I watched Gilmore Girls, uh, Year in a Life. What? Uh, the new special. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: I saw a lot of people going off about it, yeah. There was a new yeah. thing on, I think it was on Netflix, right? I believe. Yeah,
0: four episodes. Yeah. Uh, really, 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 really good. Uh, a lot of answers. Uh uh, to the storyline in Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls are definitely an underrated uh, TV show. I, I I think it's really good, really good. And I also watched Hall uh, of uh, Planet Earth, too, this week.
2: Oh, hey, cool. it's brilliant, isn't it?
0: Yep. Loved it.
2: Luke?
1: Uh, let's start with Total Divas, because I just yep. noticed that it started this week uh it's it already ends. on episode three i did they plug it at all on wwe oh, no i yeah i was gonna say i didn't even know this was starting it's very strange well and no
2: it. it's on e though isn't it
1: uh yeah but they plug so, total D, uh i mean total bellas they took plug the crap out of that on wwe stuff so
2: yeah even yeah, they've just got rid of the divas belt
1: yeah that maybe would be, a be too confusing. conflicting. maybe that's what it is yeah i think they just don't care about the show anymore personally but
2: well, oh, yeah, why would they? It's full of page. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's true. It's got a lot of people they don't want people to see. Uh, yeah. But I Next like that show better than Total episode. Bellas, for sure. Uh, uh, like we were talking about, Lana is on it now with her no accent, which is very strange. So that would also be a little confusing. So strange.
2: Yeah, it's weird. And that yeah. she's still coming out, like, being Russian, even though all of her fans would be watching... Total Divas, because she's on it. They
1: don't really explain it in the show,
2: either. So, no.
1: very strange. Uh, the other thing I saw, saw the Legends of the Hidden Temple movie. Yes. And actually, I I made it most of the way through. Uh, not that great. It was pretty dumb, so I didn't make stupid. it all the way through.
0: Really stupid. I also uh, saw the Double Dare, Dare reunion, by the way.
1: Oh, I didn't watch that, no.
3: Uh,
1: I was never a huge Double Deer fan, though, so... And then uh, on Net- Netflix, I saw 3%. I saw two episodes of that. Have you watched any of that either, you guys? No, no I've seen profit. it like
2: advertised, but I don't know what it is. I just keep seeing it pop up. It's like a
1: futuristic um, thriller type thing where people have to go into this um, tr- training thing uh, where only 3% will get through to get to the better side. They call it the offshore. Um, where uh, people live like regular lives where where they came from is kind of like the slums so and only three people three percent get through is the whole idea it's a uh, brazilian tv show it's on netflix and uh, it's got subtitles but it's it's good so far i really like it so cool it was made by the guy who did city of god actually
0: uh, oh so. yeah good. I, like. I like that movie Yep, I like that movie, 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 movie. Yeah, uh why why weren't you a double there, fan? Why do I never uh, I didn't
1: really have Nickelodeon when I was a kid. So I, a lot of the Nickelodeon shows, I only like the ones that um I the ones that I just saw, you know what I mean? And I I didn't really have it. So ones I saw at other people's houses. So I never saw that much of Double Dare. Never really a big fan.
0: Um so Let's do some extra fast NXT and Survivor Series results. Telly, how much did you win? I mean, what are the, the results?
2: <laughs> the results for NXT, Fro, you got two points. Yay. Luke, you got two points. I got five points. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. yeah, good beginning. Uh, Survivor Series, if we uh, want to quickly go through them. Luke, I'm afraid you only got one point.
1: I got murder. You're yeah, the you, opposite thing again.
2: Yeah. Fro, you got three. Yay. And I got four. So with a Yay. total of nine altogether, I win. You win. Woo, woo just go against the grain. Yeah, I win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I did, a, I did a win on that, and I had just thought of a... Ah, yes. My, my topic that I'd like us to do, claiming my prize. I want yes. us to look at things that have turned 30 in 2016. Ooh, interesting. See what, what things were created around the same time that I was.
0: <laughs> okay. That is a super cool uh, subject.
2: Can that in-
1: Does that include people? that have also turned 30 or just
2: Yeah, yeah, it. people they were
1: whatever. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
2: Awesome. Whatever's whatever cen- celebrating its 30th. Huh. Whatever. Yeah. All
1: right, we're going to do that next week, so.
2: Yay. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: uh so, let's go to the main topic. And, um we are going to talk about Project Blue Beam. Uh look. Uh, last week, we we, we talked about uh, a crazy, crazy, crazy math theory, or whatever you could call it, a time theory, whatever.
1: Time, time and Earth theory. I would yeah. kind of put it in the same category as, like, Flat Earth and Hollow Earth in a way, yeah. But... Time, time cube.
0: Again, this week, I ask you, what the fuck is Project Blue Bean.
1: All right, yeah. So, uh, the alleged purpose of Project Bluebeam is to bring about a global New Age religion which is seen as a core requirement for the New World Order's dictatorship.
2: Yay! Uh, Yep. Yay! Uh, I have another description for it as well. Okay. Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy theory that claims that NASA is attempting to implement a New Age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start a new world order via technologically simulated second coming. Or via a technologically yeah. simulated second coming. Yeah. This is crazy. I've quite enjoyed watching lots of YouTube videos about this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is-, it, it is more fun than the last theory. That's for sure. You think
1: so? I don't know. Uh- I think they're both just almost as crazy as each other, but this it's one's like—it's more like... fun
0: because I understand it. Look,
1: oh yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> like the last theory, I did not understand the shit out of. I, uh, no,
1: I... That's the—that's what I loved about that one, though, is that uh, time cube. Nobody really understands it, and that's what's kind of interesting about it to me. But that's just me. So
2: <laughs> you like to not understand.
1: A little bit, yeah. It leaves it open ended, so you can kind of interpret interpret it yourself in a way. So, so it's the best way to you, do
2: things like this.
0: So the theory goes more or less uh, like Till said, uh, NASA. Why NASA? Like why? I in, have no
1: idea. in space. I wrote that down. I wrote what, where? Like I've done a ton of research, and they mentioned NASA a lot, but I didn't see anywhere where anybody, even anecdotally connected nasa to any of this they just put nasa out there as like this kind of uh perpetrator i guess Mm -hmm. uh which they don't ever give any uh, evidence or any person at nasa or any type of it's just nasa for some reason
2: i don't know why i think it's because they're saying that a lot of the things will have to be done from space that obviously nasa must be involved because it's a space so, thing, yeah. and with it being to right. do with the American government, obviously they're going to use NASA because they've got NASA at their disposal. Apparently,
1: it, yeah. And is NASA, that how I it mean, works?
2: Is NASA working for the US government? Is that? Yeah. Have I misconstrued that?
1: <laughs> no, that's correct. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah.
2: So that's that. You know, that's probably where that connection's come from. You know. Yeah, but with. I'm just
1: saying, in the the research I've done, that it maybe is the only. That's not even. It's a. That's a iffy connection at best. I have not seen any like a lot of people trying to connect the dots in different other things but I see nobody trying to connect the dots from this to NASA at all. Yeah. Have you seen any of that?
0: No. And it's okay. so strange because like that that was my my first question is like what why why why, why would NASA, uh, NASA be interested in this at all?
1: I don't think that's the thing. The idea is that, like uh, Tilly said, NASA would be the only person that would be able, especially in what? It,
0: yeah, I understand. 90, that, but, this but Why book, would they do it in the first place?
1: This okay, like I'm saying, this book came in '99. The only people who were really sending anything into space in '99 would have been uh, NASA. I'm sure uh, other smaller things, but this is based out of Canada from a guy named uh, I. It's either Serge or Sergei Manast Mon- Monasa- Manast. There you go. Uh, and the you would think that um, since the fact that they those are the people NASA are the people that are sending up st- the satellites. I guess we're going way ahead of ourselves here, so I can't really explain <laughs> it without explaining everything else, bro. So maybe we okay. should back up a little. Bit. Sure. Let's back up a little bit.
2: Let's, let's go back at least to step one.
0: <laughs> so, what is step one?
1: Well, let's start with the uh, Sergei Manast, I guess. Yeah, That's probably the best place to start. This uh, guy is the person who wrote a book about this uh, conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And, and it was called Project Bluebeam uh, NASA in uh, in quotes, or not in quotes, in uh, parentheses. Mm. Uh, which he just put NASA in there randomly. So the, it's in the name of the actual book that this originated from. From So that's probably where mm. a lot of the, that comes from.
3: Yeah.
0: So who was this guy?
1: Uh, well, he was a journalist, uh, poet, and conspiracy theorist, I guess. Uh, mostly a writer and a journalist journalist. He did some books and some different things, but he was a French-Canadian. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and we say
0: wasps. This book
1: was... You know, right, he died of a heart attack, which a lot of people say... His followers claim his death was suspicious, suggesting he was assna- assassinated by psychotronic weapons uh. to keep him from continuing his investigation. Yeah, and that because Jerry apparently Fletcher, the Mel Gibson character in the nineteen ninety seven film Conspiracy Theory was modeled after him. I didn't know that.
2: Well he um, he apparently said that the police were hunting him from nineteen ninety five onwards up until his death. And his I think his daughter got taken into protective custody because of it. And then yeah, he yeah, uh, died of a heart attack. I instantly went, Well, that's that'd get all the conspiracy people going straight away. If somebody said, oh, I got the police are after me and then drop dead. Everybody's going to believe your crazy conspiracy a bit more.
1: <laughs> so, right. Uh, he he had written a bunch of other stuff, uh, but he, uh, all the stuff he wrote was in fr- uh, French. So, uh, oh, I said 99. This book actually came out in 94. I was really wrong. I get, Well, I probably read it wrong because of the four. Um, but, yeah, this book came out, Project Blue Beam, NASA. Uh, which detailed his claims that NASA, with help of the, U- the UN or the United Nations, uh, was, like we said, implementing a New Age religion with the Antichrist at its head. Uh, and he goes deep into this. Uh, and I've tried to look into finding a copy of this book. Did you guys try to look into finding any type of copy of this book? Yeah, yeah, yeah nothing. I, I
0: did not, nothing.
2: Okay, right. getting onto loads of pages that had been removed. When I was uh, I found trying to find information bunch, as well, I found a bunch of uh,
1: things that were like translated um, interviews that he did in French that were translated into English that were about this topic. But yeah. um, I I found this. This is the only thing I found. Uh, Project Bluebeam NASA from Presse Libre Nord American, which was the publisher. Uh, has not been in, in, reissued by the current publisher and is practically un, uh, unobtainable that's what it mm. says mm-hmm. wow. and then it, yeah very interesting
0: but uh why would they be yeah maybe that is a conspiracy as well or if well, back mean information
1: yeah that's what the uh, the conspiracy theorists would say is they're not gonna keep releasing this book uh so people can't Know know about this? Uh, it's a true book. That's why they don't release it. Not because nobody bought it. Not <laughs> yeah. No. 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 And not because they didn't.
2: The publishers probably didn't want to um, sort of continue the cycle of this thought. I'm sure it's nothing to do right, with that maybe. either.
1: Maybe. Right.
2: Think I don't want to be linked to that. Not big scale. A- you think
1: somebody out there, if they got a hold of a copy of it, they would try to get maybe the rights so they could print it? Because ma- it seems like this would be kind of a cult thing. You could maybe make a little money off of nowadays, since oh, it did yeah. come out
2: in 1994. Well, right. You could just transcribe it and make little like paperback pamphlets of it and sell it to so all the conspiracy theorists. They'll buy it. It doesn't, well, doesn't right. have to I don't be really actually properly published.
1: I'm not really sure how it could be a big, long book. I have no no really uh, real idea. So.
2: Hmm. I'll yeah. find it. I'll find it and make it my mission. And I'll put it back out there.
1: I'm sure somebody <laughs> has a copy of it. If anybody has a copy of this book out there, let us know. Um, there's a lot of people that want to get a hold of it, at least from what I've seen uh, online. So
0: I would read it.
2: Oh, I would too, especially because you can't get hold of it. It's mm-hmm. one of those,
1: like, right, I exactly. want to see. I want to see it. Why are you not printing this book anymore?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put it on audiobook. <laughs> I'll <laughs> listen to it on Audible. Yeah, with
0: Sean Connery reading it for you,
2: or um, David Attenborough.
0: Ah. So, uh, uh, this theory uh, about uh, NASA um, uh, wanting a new religion, where the does it say where this there stem from? Why? 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 Yeah, uh, from stem? what I've read,
1: mm. it said that he, uh, S- Sergey, got information from un- undisclosed sources in the government. Is what he said.
2: Mm. Yeah, people sort of told him, and there's other, um, there's other people. There was a woman I saw online that was saying that um, she was she told or something about all this was about to happen um and she sort of helped a bit with that saying that you know people had told her from different agencies and things that this this was a thing and that she really needed to get it out there more because it had dulled a bit right so that's another person saying that it's coming from inside the government agencies
3: Right,
0: so I guess we we should go into the theory a little more like um, let's
2: go
1: yeah, let's go into the steps
0: the four steps of the project what is step one Tal-
2: step one is basically they go they want to break down all of the knowledge that we know to be true about all of the past, so they basically want to set off um start off lots of earthquakes and things which would mean us discovering new artifacts that we'd never found before that throw all of our previous faith into question and sort of says oh no we got it wrong this whole time uh uh." basically that's (laughs) that's my my way of putting it
1: (laughs) like ancient alien theory if if we found some kind of we we got underneath the uh pyramids in giza and we found a giant flying saucer of course, in this theory, NASA and the government would have put there,
0: yeah. or the
1: Illuminati or something, NWO. And,
0: uh, Whoa, sorry.
1: <laughs> what the heck was that?
0: Uh, it was not my mo- 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 mobile phone, I promise.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I think That's it's four in a row, bro. You're going for predator.
3: a record
2: here. You think Alien vs. Predator, where they find underneath the big ice? Berg or whatever it is, where that right. huge ice bank, and they'd look all the way down and then find out that humans were made to be right. hunted ancient by these theory. two of them. Exactly. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. They're gonna try and all make these... us all believe something like that.
1: All these movies, like uh, the last uh, Indiana Jones, all based off alien ancient alien theory. That's where yeah. all they get all that that idea from. So bad movie, way. But that would be a that would be a example of what they would do to 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 destroy all you know, um, archaeological knowledge is what it says. But I think the whole point here is to uh, get rid of, uh, to fundamentally destroy both Christianity, Islam, and all the other world religions. That would be the whole idea behind it, is for them to find some type of archaeological knowledge that would destroy all other religions because of this knowledge. Right. Uh, And it says it will be accomplished by fake earthquakes at Percyc, precise locations around the planet.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Step two. Luke.
1: You don't want to know how they're going to cause earthquakes at precise locations around the planet? How? Yeah, With machines, is, I Is guess. this harp? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea. I was just wondering if you guys got anything on that. Because uh, that I, seems I, to be...
0: I think of the earthquake machine they use in in, in
2: um. Should it fracking?
0: Uh no, the earthquake machine they fracking use in in in, in uh, Ocean Thirteen. <laughs> oh
1: right, okay, yeah, I remember. No, that. But you
2: could do controlled That's explosions one... underneath somewhere and make it look like an earthquake.
1: Uh, right, I guess so. The idea would be to have it uncover some type of something, so people would yeah.
2: Like the Simpsons episode where they find the angel, and it <laughs> yes. takes them to the mall. Yep, just like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: just like this instance. So step number two, Luke.
1: Uh, this is the weirdest part, I think personally. I love uh, it. Involves part. a gigantic space show wherein a three-dimensional holographic laser projection will beam all over the planet, hence blue beam. Yep. Taking the shape of whatever deity. Is most predominant in that country uh, or wherever you're seeing it from, and will speak in all language. At the end of this light show, uh, the gods will merge into one god and form the Antichrist.
0: Yay! I did not understand a shit out of that. Almost.
1: How uh, they're you- gonna they're gonna do a giant hol- NASA. And the government yeah. and the NWO are going to do a giant holographic laser projection all over the planet in the sky yes. that looks like whatever god you believe in, it will talk From to you. From all their
2: different satellites. So you can have a different satellite beaming a different image over right. a different place.
1: Right. Right. So and they'll do that, one that's
2: specific to you.
1: <laughs> and it will talk to you, which we'll get into in step three. Uh, and then those gods will form into one god. It, causing in in turn what they think would cause a one world religion is what we were talking about earlier so so
0: yeah. why would that create one religion
1: because
2: you're that watching is... your god you're being spoken to by your god and then all of a sudden your god merges with a different god and says now this is us oh. now we are
1: it. one god yeah and yeah. then every, it would this is why fro people who believe in all these religions are gullible
0: <laughs> what
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm an atheist, but that's the way I see it, so. Uh,
0: but, uh, yeah, but uh, I, I just, uh, this baffles me this part,
1: I, I have an article about this we'll talk about a little. Uh, actually, let's talk about it now. I found a weird video, of course, on YouTube, because I was watching a few weird YouTube videos about this. And mm-hmm. this guy kept referencing this specific article from 1999 of The Washington Post. So I was okay. like, okay, I'm gonna go out and find this article. So I went to Washington Post and I looked up the guy who wrote it. This guy, William M. Arkin, and this is an actual, this is an actual article from the Washington Post. It's not like a, that's a credible uh, newspaper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he's the this guy is the author of U.S. Military Online, leading expert in national security and the internet. He lectures and writes on nuclear weapons, military matters, and information warfare for Washington Post, Newsweek, MSNBC. And the National Resource Defense Council. So, this is a guy. Wow. This, guy uh, this is a not real somebody, deal. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, and in this article, there's one part called Allah on the Holodeck. Allah, as in the God yeah. of the Muslims. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And in this article, it even says uh, What if the US projected a holographic image of Allah floating over Baghdad, urging the Iraqi people? and the army to rise up against saddam a senior air force officer asked in 1990 mm-hmm. they were asking about this in
2: 1990
1: mm-hmm. uh, wow. uh, and then
2: it says is that where they practice with tupac uh,
1: we'll get into that in a minute but they <laughs> say that that's kind of like them working on technology according yeah. to military physicists given the task of looking into the hologram idea the feasibility had been established of projecting the large three-dimensional objects in, that appeared in floating air, uh, but doing over doing so over the Iraq uh, skies of Iraq, uh, they calculated would take a mere a mile square um, in space, as well as huge projectors and power sources. So they said it's possible to do this. Uh, the military has even been looking into it in '99. This is when that came out, and they were talking about it in 1990. And it's 2016, Mm. so we've moved a long way from where we were. Mm. So I would say mm, it's possible that it's
2: possible to do this, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's possible, but not plausible. Uh,
1: The plausibility definitely comes into the whole (laughs) um, thing. (laughs) The the reason that they would do it, you know what I mean? Uh, being able to do it and having this whole reasoning of this is the step two to this master plan that's a whole other thing but yeah step three step
0: three to live
2: step three is now this is the the sciencey bit (laughs) it's um artificial telepathy essentially they use extra low frequency elf's (laughs) so they put elves in your ears they use very low frequency and low frequency waves um they use the elf harp waves oh elf harp
3: basically these (laughs) certain levels of
2: yeah little elf harps um these certain low levels can be transmitted directly into your brain for them to for your brain to receive it as vibrations and hear whatever they want you to hear in your head. So they can make it like this god that you've seen is now talking to you, and you respond back to it, and it responds back to you, but all in your head.
1: Like it's talking to you telepathically,
2: exactly. Yeah. So you can be like, I don't believe, I don't believe, and then he's talking (laughs) in your head. Yeah. Yeah. this? I I don't know how... I don't know much about mind control. <laughs> I don't uh, know how, this he, is as, far actually, as, these,
1: uh, as far as these uh, low level, level frequencies and being able to, to beam something to somebody and then be able to hear it in your head yes we do have technology that can do that we do so if that's, that's what,
2: yes. scary but kind of cool oh yeah, of course we do because you are implants and stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, but I mean, these, uh, I've seen, they have like, gun, like, it, it looks kind of like a gun, maybe, uh, more like one of those things that you would, um, you see on the side of like a soccer or a football field where the guy is trying to get the noise from the game with that big, uh, satellite, little satellite dish gun looking thing. I don't know how to describe Oh, yeah. It.
2: I know but what I've seen,
1: mean. I've seen that before in the past. Uh, so I know it is, uh, possible, possible. But on such a large scale where it's happening all over the world, I don't know about that.
3: <laughs> mm. Yeah.
0: Step four. Luke.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to go. Uh, step four has three parts. Making humanity think that an alien invasion is about to occur over every major city in the world. Mm-hmm. Making Christians uh, think that the rat- rapture is happening. So they would actually take people away, and maybe take them somewhere or whatever, kill them off. So Christians thought that the rapture was happening, uh, and a mixture of electronic and spiritual forces allowing, fi- uh, forces to travel through fiber optics, coax power lines, and tele- telephone lines to pe- penetrate all electronic equipment and appliances uh, that will be that will have been specially microchipped. So I guess take control of everybody's electronic devices is what they're talking about. Uh,
2: See, one of the things I watched, I was going to say read, I didn't read it, a guy told me it on a video, um, was that they'll use, through through doing all this, something about the way that we use our electricity and things, um, we'll have like a low frequency vibration that will add to everything else, and it comes through, like even our light bulbs apparently will set the vibrations from our light bulbs will be vibrating through one of our glands in our heads, apparently.
1: What, you're talking about like a Tesla power, where it's like a wireless-type power? Is that what you're saying?
2: No, that the... um, When all this is kicked off, that all of our electrical products that we have will be emitting these vibrations that will vibrate our cells and um, affect that. I can't remember what the gland's called in your head...
1: Oh, okay. So they're using them as, as like part of this whole...
2: Uh, Mind control
1: type. Right, okay.
2: Yeah, just to make you more susceptible, I think. Maybe. If that makes sense. It says,
1: Then chaos will break out and people will be violently willing, perhaps even desperate, to accept uh, the Antichrist and the New World Order. And then it says, These techniques were used in the fourth step were the exact same used in the past in the USSR to force people into communism. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> nice. That's the way we want to go.
1: I don't remember that UFO No uh, thing and I don't remember that happening, no. but okay. Uh. So we okay, and
0: Russia.
1: then after after this happens, uh of course there is going to be a l in his book there was uh the seven different sections of people that would be after Project Bluebeam went down. Did you guys see any of this? No. No. Yeah, uh, in a '94 lecture, uh, Manass detailed what would happen afterwards. All the people would be required to take an oath to Lucifer, with a ritual initiation to the New World Order. Registers would wow. registers would be categorized as fall fo- as the following: number one, Christian children will be kept for human sacrifice or for sex slaves. Of course, <laughs> prisoners. Uh, number two. <laughs> Prisoners to be used for medical experiment. Number three, prisoners to be used for uh, living organ donation. Uh, number four, healthy workers to work in slave labor camps. Number five, uncertain prisoners to be re-educated. Uh, thence to repent on television and learn to glorify the New <laughs> World Order. Number six, uh, the International Execution Center. I don't know what well, that, that sounds means.
2: lovely. Let's go on there for our yep. next holiday.
1: <laughs> and number 7, an as-yet-unknown 7th classification. So that number 7 one, I don't even know why you put it in the list. <laughs> but, yeah,
2: just TBD.
1: So that's where, uh, I don't know, where do you think you'll end up after uh, the New World Order takes over? Dead. Our, uh, in the International Execution yeah. Center?
2: Yeah, well, don't they want to <laughs> pretty much make it so that all but three percent of the population are dead?
1: <laughs> I love that.
2: I think I'd be dead.
1: Hello. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's that. Um, I guess next we should talk about um, this whole uh, idea of these four steps being stolen from somewhere. Did you guys read into this? No. No. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I guess you guys didn't look at any, like, the uh, other side of this. I-, I looked into a lot of one side, and then just, I saw one kind of explanation of where this all came from. Uh, I guess, it was stolen? Yes. Uh, all the steps of the conspiracy theory were in an unmade mid-'70s Star Trek film written by Gene Roddenberry, which was <laughs> recycled for Star Trek The Next Generation for an episode called Devil's Do," broadcast in 1991. Oh, what? Wow. There is no d- evidence of deliberate fraud on Manasseh's part, given his head was qu- uh uh oh right. Uh however, the actual source was so obvious that even other conspiracy theorists noticed it, and they confidently s- state it was obvious that Manasse had been fed deceptive information by the CIA. What? Of course, that's Sorry. how it went. Huh.
0: So, where does this rate on your crazy scale look? <sighs>
1: um, it's not as high as some of the other ones. Uh,
0: <laughs> definitely not. But
1: I think it's below um, last week. I think it's definitely yeah. below last week. Uh, this is kind of a weird one because it's not really like a religion. It's not really like a theory on space or time or the Earth. Uh, it's more of, co- this is one of the more conspiracy theory type ones we've done, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: So but I kind of, I think I'm going to go ahead. Anything. Sorry, go, yeah, I was, I was going to say, uh, I was going to go ahead and put it kind of in its own category, I guess. If that yeah, makes sense. almost. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you think it's crazy Do you believe this theory?
2: I don't believe it. I think it would be Phenomenal. If it, you know, if it was possible for them to project everything onto our skies, like the episode of Rick and Morty where they've got to show us what you've got, and the big heads come over and look at everybody and make everybody start acting crazy.
1: Well, here's what's interesting: proponents proponents of the theory have extrapolated it to uh, include Harp, which you were talking about earlier, nine eleven, which they say, okay, Harp is like a massive Radio wave, uh, a radio station in Alaska, I think it is, or Upper Canada. I'm not really sure. I think it's Alaska. And it's like so massive that they think it's being used to project these things. That's where they think of that. Uh, they think it embraces 9 11 because they believe that the the planes that we saw in the 9 11 videos, those were hologram projections. Holograms,
2: yeah. Right. See, I've heard that lots. And I could, right. it's one of these conspiracy theories that it, it sort of has a basis in, well, not reality, oh, I've got mo- but real- I've got more. realism. I've
1: got more here. The Norwegian Spiral, which I've never heard of. But Fro, oh, have what? you ever heard of that? The Norwegian Spiral. Uh, uh, no. I looked it up, and it was apparently uh, paranormal uh, light uh, lights in the sky that apparently a lot of people looked at and thought it was a uh, port, like a portal, or. Um, some type of black hole. I don't know. Okay. Look it up. Uh, look up Norwegian spiral and you'll see a video of it. It kind of looks like mm, it's a bunch of spirals in the sky that go kind of in on each other. I don't know how to describe it other than that. But uh, okay. Chemtrails, cool. which, which of course they think that pe- that chemtrails are real. So they think that chemtrails are being used to project onto. That's what they're being put up there for. Uh, uh, yeah. f- fema concentration camps which they believe are going to be used afterwards of course and the final one tilly tupac shakur's death Ah. and his uh afterwards his uh performances specifically i think one was at uh where was it i don't even remember but they did the holographic tupac shakur yeah uh, on stage right
2: it was phenomenal and like that seeing that kind of technology and the the place in somewhere Asian I want to guess China but it might be Japan or wherever with the big um holographic you stand on an island essentially this it looks like a big shopping mall and you've got holograms coming at you like there's a big rhino that runs up and it sort of <laughs> interacts with where you would be standing and a dolphin that sort of splooshes in front of you goes into the floor and jumps out and stuff and it looks like well you see it right in front of you but you can put your hand through it so it's like yeah that it's possible potentially this technology (laughs) could be it could be done but I don't think it is being done I don't think it's it's the plan for the new world order
1: well, if it wasn't before, maybe he thought it up and they're going to do it now. So. Yeah,
2: well, they should. <laughs> um, you know, it'd be interesting. I found a little like.
1: bit on on the Norwegian spiral. It says, uh, the spiral consisted of a blue beam of light hmm? huh? mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a grayish, grayish spiral emitting from one end. The light could be seen uh, from Norway uh, to Sweden. So over a long distance, it was photographed by multiple people. I just was watching a thing on YouTube of it. It's really actually kind of cool. Uh, it was believed to be caused by uh, a failed flight of a Russian SLBM uh, missile, some type of missile. So,
2: ah. oh, well, how did it? Was the missile just going round and round and round on itself or something? Go look
1: at the, the cloud. At the photo, I think, or go look at the video. I think probably what they're saying is the blue beam would be the missile, and then uh, maybe it was spinning and causing the spiral. But you'll just have to look at the video for yourself. Everybody, go look it up.
2: Mm. And what is it? The Norwegian spiral, or Norway
1: spiral? Yep. Uh, on Wikipedia, it was called the Norwegian spiral uh, anomaly. So. Okay,
2: well, that's a great word to try to spell. <laughs> cool
0: beans. Uh, hey. have, have you seen a movie this week, Tell me.
2: Actually, I've seen. Well, I've seen one all the way through to the end. What? And one till very, very nearly the end, but the what? DVD I was watching had got something wrong with it, and the end didn't work. So that okay. made me cry because it wasn't far off. And but yeah, the so movies. the movie that I watched and didn't see the end of was Finding Dory. But oh my god, I really loved it, and it's
0: yeah.
2: really annoying that I'm not, I I'm close to the end. So good, but um, there's still a few minutes that I need to try and watch. Um, and yeah, we all know what that's about, and um. Dick, who doesn't watch films and very, very rarely will he sort of say, Oh, let's let's stick this on. But he put um Shallow Grave on for me oh, the other day.
3: Good I'd never good seen
2: idea. it. Never I thought I had and then sort yeah. of started watching it. I was like, Oh no, no, I've never seen this. Bloody yep. brilliant film.
0: Yep. Really good. It's just It's a really good horror movie.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it it's very very young Ewan McGregor I think it's like pre transporting yes, uh, and almost. yeah it's housemates get a new uh, get a new housemate and he drops dead and then things go all weird from there it's uh well I watched it all the way to the end so
0: <laughs> I uh, watched Ben Hur this week uh, and it was horrible terrible a uh, waste of time Um, yeah.
1: Was it as long as the original, or...?
0: Yeah.
1: Yes? Uh, It was three and a half hours long? long. It felt that long? Okay.
2: Is it another one of those that didn't need to be remade? Yes. You might as well just watch watch the Don't
0: watch it. Don't watch (laughs) it. Don't watch it. Don't watch
1: it. I'm pretty sure that's what we said when we reviewed it, because I remember us reviewing it, so... yeah.
0: Yeah. Look...
1: I saw Jungle Book this week. Uh, yeah, I was super amazed. I would be surprised if this doesn't get Best Animated Feature at the Oscars. I would be incredibly surprised. But I haven't seen everything, so, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, um, good I even enjoyed kind of the uh, the interpretation of it. Because it was a different interpretation of the book than some, or I guess, at least from the original Disney movie. So Yeah, it's closer to the book. Exactly. Oh, is a
2: proper yeah. Rudyard Ro- Kipling. Yeah. Uh, brilliant.
0: Brilliant. But uh, let's listen to the audio for Bad Santa 2.
1: Get ready Red for some cutting, everybody.
2: It's going to be naughty. Broad Green Pictures Miramax naughty.
3: <laughs> ho,
2: ho. Have you seen the original?
3: The
2: nope. Come yeah. Fucking you. You. <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: some of the Santas are like that in America. It's Why are true. You even oh, I can anyway. believe it. You know they used to sterilize guys like you, keep <laughs> the world from becoming some Negro land of Oz.
2: Early release, you racist moron. Fuck.
1: Why does this look like it was shot by uh, Lifetime? what is going on mad? with this fuzzy so oh, camera? Yeah.
2: Fuck no. Fuzzy camera, lots I of lovely it, warm lighting. somebody else.
1: That kid's grown up. Well, oh yeah. It, he was the oh. same little kid, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck.
0: I want Minecraft, Halo 5, Guardians, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Chronicles trilogy. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's- I, I don't know. I have no idea what that <laughs> is. You could be speaking buckets while healing now. Wow.
3: Grand Theft Auto 5. Nah,
0: I don't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: boobies. that's why it's red band. The boobs. Yeah, boobies. The best. Like one of those trolls that gang fought Willy Wonka. Yeah, Did that happen in Willy Wonka? I don't, don't remember that purpose. part of Willy Wonka. You
2: know, I missed oh, up oh, it. And oh, yes, I yeah. read the book.
3: Oh, fuck! Get out of my brain!
1: You got gigantic titties. Thanks. I get to wear this?
0: You're a Santa now, Thurman. Damn! That's some fucked up shit. I got an associate I do. Got this thing all lined up. Shit stick. <laughs> <No>. Wow. <laughs> you still hit like your fucking father. Oh, that was so good. So, uh, look, what is this movie I... about?
1: Yeah, that
2: was all right. Uh, well, it looks better watch... than. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Right. It looks better than um what I've heard about it.
1: Right, exactly exactly what I was thinking. But, you know, trailers. They can do things with trailers. Yeah, I've just
2: seen all the best bits.
1: (laughs) Yeah, okay. Fueled by cheap whiskey, greed and hatred, Willie Soak, played by Billy Bob Thornton, teams up with his angry sidekick, Marcus, to knock off a Chicago charity on Christmas Eve. This got 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb and 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. So way down there. Yeah.
0: Way, way, way down. Uh, Luke, you went to the Facebook page and looked there.
1: Yep, as uh, usual. Uh, it's I easy because I know neither of you guys are going to go there. So I know I'm never going to double <laughs> up on them. Yeah. Uh, because it actually takes quite a bit of work to go through the Facebook page comments and find a good one. You'd be surprised. But uh, sometimes these movies don't actually have a lot of uh, a lot of people coming out to like make comments on their Facebook. This was kind of a medium one. So... I got one what? from somebody named Jerry Chastain, and it says, uh, Bad Santa was actually funny. This, number two, is pretty much what it is. Number two. Constant, sick, oh, vulgar. Wow. Not even funny vulgar, sicko vulgar. Maybe because the original had a story, and this one was just one constant attempt at vulgar uh, vulgarity and not humor. There you wow. go.
0: Um... I found one written in all caps uh, by uh, Inverwa, utter bunch of crap that never should have been made. The first one uh, was the most wild and vulgar Christmas movies ever made, utterly uh, uh, lacking anything remotely interesting, funny or positive. This is the same. Yeah. One star. Or half a star.
1: We laughed at the trailer. Let's just remember that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Mine was from Rotten Tomatoes. It's quite short, but the way it's written made me laugh quite a bit. Um, It's by Fernandez times seven. X seven. Kiss seven. Whatever that X wants to be. Give it half a star. The WTF. This film does sucks, and what a waste of money. It does, it does sounds, sucks. Does sucks. <laughs> I think yeah. It always sounds Shakespearean. WTF. This film does sucks, and what Dog a waste of sucks. money. Yeah. does sucks. Does <laughs> sucks. Well, he didn't like
1: it. So... so my suggestion is go watch the Red Band trailer and just skip the movie. <laughs>
0: So, uh, when we, hey, didn't we have a pay per view uh, two weeks ago? Oh, that's right. We have a pay per view every 14 days now. Yeah. Huzzah!
1: I think we have a break coming up uh, oh. before Royal Rumble or after Royal Rumble, one or the other. We have a good oh. break of like three weeks or so coming up. So,
3: TLC. So, <laughs> All
1: <whole> three weeks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <whole three> <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we thought it was a match one a month,
1: once a month. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm so. Uh, I feel bad for having to say that, but uh, All right. yeah. TLC, TLC. two thousand sixteen, uh, our first match: uh, Heath Slater and Rhino versus the Wyatt family, uh, which consists of Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, apparently. Of yep. course it does.
0: Uh, this is hard because it's for the title. Uh have Rhino and them had it long enough? Yes. Okay, let's let's say Wyatt.
1: I said oh, Wyatt as fair. well, chilly.
2: Oh. Well I was gonna say Wyatt, but given how well it worked out for me last time, I'm gonna go right. uh, <laughs> with Slater and Rhino. The opposite
1: sometimes works out. It really did for yep. you, uh for those last ones, so
2: Yep. Hey, uh, that's uh, been it has a but few times.
1: The thing is he Slater and Rhino haven't been on TV for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, next, uh, Kalisto versus Baron Corbin in a chairs match. The dreaded chairs match,
2: everybody. Yeah. Don't sit I'm... down. Don't sit down.
1: <laughs> um,
2: Kalisto, because I like him.
1: They need an electric chair in the match, in the chairs. They
2: do. They had it in Swerved. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, I'm saying Baron Corbin. Uh, I said Corbin as well. Uh, yeah. All right. Nikki Bella versus Carmella in a no DQ.
2: Yeah, who cares?
1: Who?
0: Uh, yeah, that's the correct answer. But uh, look,
1: I said Carmella. Tilly.
2: Uh, I think they might give Nikki a win. Now she's back and being all.
0: Yeah, I'm going uh, with Tilly on this.
2: I kind of feel like
1: uh, Nikki is going to be kind of like um, a Chris. Uh, She's kind of going to be the female, uh, I don't want to say Chris Jericho anymore, because he's kind of not that anymore, but the person who kind of makes people look better. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. She maybe he's going to be that for a little while. I don't know how long she's going to stick around. So, All right. Uh, next, Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Ladder match for the IC Championship.
0: I'm really looking forward to this match.
1: It should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since it's a ladder So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Tilly, yeah. why don't you go first this time?
2: How long's Miz been champion for? Like forever. One
1: week? No, one week. I think Did
2: the we... Miz will retain. Yeah, he lost.
0: He, he lost it before before uh, Survivors there. Okay. He uh,
1: won
0: it. He won it on the on the Go Home show on. Uh, uh, so he could be the heel against. Uh, oh, that's
1: right. Okay, yeah, I do remember that. You're right, Fro.
0: Yeah,
1: May I say the Miz. All right, Fro. I'm
0: saying the Miz as well.
1: Uh, and I said Ziggler. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh, uh, Becky Lynch versus Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss for the women's championship in a tables I- match. I'm
0: also. Please retain it,
1: Becky.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I'm really looking forward to this match as well. Uh, I really like both of them, so.
1: Me too, yeah. Uh,
0: You say Becky, Tiller?
2: Yeah.
1: I'm
0: a huge Alexa Bliss fan. I love Elixir Bliss in the ring and outside, but uh, I'm going with Becky as well.
1: I also went Becky. I I mean, let's. If this wasn't uh, fake wrestling, it would be a dead ringer because uh, yeah. Alexa Bliss is too small to break a table. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, last match: AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose A TLC match for the championship.
0: Oh, this is so hard because of uh, because of that stupid. M- M- I said uh, AJ. Okay, tole. Learn-
2: uh, I think a j as well
0: the problem is uh, what are they going to do with Elmsworth?
1: I don't really think they care that much about what they do with Ellsworth, but uh, really? yeah, I mean, they can they can go a little ways more with this, but they're gonna have to wrap up this Ellsworth storyline eventually, bro. it's not gonna, he's yeah. not gonna be like on the main <laughs> roster forever, so.
0: Uh, I really don't know I Okay I'm going for the title change For the hell of it Since you two said AJ
1: I think maybe Uh, I guess here's a good question Maybe this will No this can't be a tiebreaker But it's a good question Will Ellsworth be at Wrestlemania Will he be yes. around that long Oh yeah 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 Tilly do you think so
2: how long have we got till mania uh
1: months and months it's in april
2: yeah no i think he'll be gone by then
1: i think he's going to be gone by then too mm. but
0: i have a strange feeling that he is going to hold the title at tlc but that's uh, just
1: <laughs> oh my <boring>. god. <laughs> <laughs> uh he the the match ends and then he challenges the person it's like Yokozuna yeah, Asuna, yeah. Or just hulk hogan okay
0: so,
1: All right, that's TLC.
0: TLC. Uh, then we should do some Mad Libs again.
1: Yeah, let's read this Mad Libs out. Um, I'll try not to laugh because I haven't read it yet, but uh, hopefully I can get through this without <laughs> laughing too much. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Dick is a normal podcaster. Then one day, a lamp explodes, causing London to blow up, <laughs> and a nearby and a nearby ironing board erupts into a round of flames. Jeffrey realizes that he's being chased by the government. Oh, that works with the show. Who is oh, yeah. trying to who's trying to eat him. <laughs> while on the run while on the run, he teams up with an incredibly attractive woman named Sarah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who has an incredible penis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, everyone, penis. Yeah, hey.
1: <laughs> she may be from the streets but she can, <laughs> but she can bouncing uh, but she can bounce like nobody's business the duo <laughs> decides to turn the tables on their pursuers by blowing up a note which was uh, which triggers a chain reaction causing the bow tie Mickey Ds and a strong uh, oh Mickey D's and the Stonehenge uh, explode, then the bad guy's helicopter uh, goes by a piece of air freshener from when the shirt exploded and the helicopter explodes and falls onto a money box causing it uh, to run uh, causing it to run which shoots a fireball straight into the heart of a rock and it destroys the bad guy leader everything is slowly and uh it's slow, and to decide that such a fuzzy order ordeal has caused them to fall into sad, oh, in sad with each other. Fall in sad <laughs> with each other. <laughs> <laughs> they decide, oh. they decide to celebrate by running on, on the pen, and they even manage to use a scarf from the beginning of the movie to sexting the whole story together. Oh,
3: that's
1: <laughs> a- <laughs> and if you didn't know this was a Michael Bay Mad Libs everybody.
2: Uh, <laughs> fun times
1: oh my
0: god well uh, I have a back that's so hurting me that I'm going actually to bed early and uh, letting my co-hosts take this home I- I'm just going to say some sentences about Westworld oh my god what a good episode
2: Oh, and before you go, Fro, sure. I um the the spoiler from last week totally spoiled me. <laughs> what spoiler? The um whole I don't want to say it again in case anybody else hasn't got oh, there and we that don't mention spoiler. it. Yeah, the spoiler with all the spoiler alerts around it. Uh-huh. I listened to it thinking, Oh no it. It Oh no, I didn't get that
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, we put a big giant thing right at the beginning. It's like if you don't get this,
2: it's spoiler time. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I hadn't twigged it at all.
3: (laughs)
1: Really?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think
1: a lot of people were that way, Fro. I think you'd be surprised. Mostly because, uh, number one, you had seen kind of uh, the movie, the 70s movie. And I uh, am paying, like, constant attention and watching it twice every time. So I'm getting all the little things where a lot of people are just watching it kind of, you know... um, more For
2: entertainment.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And my screen's really smashed as well. So there's quite a lot of things that I don't pick up on because I haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. Even though I've watched it. Like, I haven't actually physically seen, you know, somebody's face somewhere or... Do you know what I mean? There's loads of little clues that you can pick up, but I, I need I to get my screen get fixed. You
0: get one of the Macs that's uh, in my apartment.
2: Yeah, you send it over.
0: <laughs> I'll
2: post myself, and then I'll post myself back with it. Yeah.
0: Let's do that. So I'm going to let you guys talk about Westworld, uh, and uh, we will talk uh, next week.
1: All right. Bye, Fro. All right, Take care. All right. So Westworld episode nine. Uh, this one was called the well-tempered Clav- clavier. Clavier? Do, do you know what clavier? that is? No. Let me no, look it up
3: how, real quick so we,
1: we can figure it? out what that is, because I have not... Uh, C L A V I E R,
2: clavier, Klavier.
1: a keyboard instrument of some type. Oh, uh, I guess this is referring to the player piano.
2: Ah, uh, that could yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yep. Okay, that makes sense. So the well tempered <laughs> player piano. We will call this episode. This uh this was actually uh, the second highest rated show. But like we said, uh, I think two weeks ago, like. This show is really catching on in the mainstream. A lot more people are finding out about this show. So
2: Yeah, you can now talk about it. If you're out for a drink in a pub, there'll be somebody that's watched it.
1: Right. Uh, I've seen a bunch of my friends, uh, even people that I haven't seen in a while, uh, mentioning, oh, I've gone through every episode now. And they've just done it in the last week or two. Uh so this kind of it ca- caught on right at the end of the ep- uh, season, I mean, which is kind of interesting for a show. You know, usually it'll catch on in the first couple episodes. People will be like, oh, that's so cool. But this one, maybe because of the holiday season and whatnot, just didn't catch on as fast. So so what did you think of this episode, Tilly? Fro kind of gave us I, what he thought. but
2: I very much enjoyed it. Very, I thought this much.
1: was in the top three episodes so far. So it's up there with probably episode two. Which I think was maybe the best episode so far. This was probably number two, or maybe number one even, because this was just a lot happening, a lot of very cool storyline stuff. So,
2: yeah, a lot of progress and a lot of ooh, what? Oh, ah, uh. ah, oh, yeah, right. I like making those noises. They're good noises to make <laughs> when you're watching things.
1: All right, so we open in the in the lab uh, after our opening credits, and again, we still don't have. Um, any kind of last week on So those two se- uh, episodes where they did a last week on That's going to be it And that's going to bother me for the rest of time It's um, so Thora- strange <laughs> I don't know why they did that I think they just did it to bother me I think uh, they did Yeah, <sighs> Westworld um, <laughs> So yeah we're in the lab And Maeve is back in the lab uh, uh, Because at the la- end of the last episode If we remember she was getting captured by The cleaners uh, from her house, uh, so she's back in the lab with Bernard, and she's pretending that she's being controlled by Bernard, basically. But Bernard uh, is going through her analytics, and he finds that somebody has changed all of her code and all of her attributes, which we know was done by uh, Felix. Yeah. Oh, go ahead.
2: I was trying to remember his name.
1: Felix and I Sylvester. think of the
2: cartoon cat.
1: Right, the cartoon cats. They, oh yeah, you weren't here last week. The, I, I mentioned it last week, but yeah, they're both cartoon cats. So we're kind of thinking maybe these guys aren't real. Maybe they're named after cartoon cats because they're both hosts. Does that makes sense to you? Yep,
2: yeah, oh, totally. Okay. And as if you'd have real humans doing all these diagnostics and things on these robot things that could flip out and kill you.
1: Right, and you a just, robot, wouldn't... a robot brain is going to have a better. It's going to have a better track record. Whereas a human yeah. is going to make mistakes and things like that, why would you even? Yeah, it doesn't make sense even to do that. So, uh, but at least it seems like most people. Well, who knows? Because most people seem to think that everybody here is human. So, but yeah, uh, Bernard tries to call for help. Or I guess he tries to call Doctor Ford, but Maeve kind of stops him. Uh, and so now Bernard knows that Maeve isn't controllable because Bernard is trying to, uh, you know use voice commands but they're not Maeve is not responding and somehow Maeve knows Bernard is a host
2: I think she can control them
1: so she can just kind of get into his mind that kind of makes sense
2: and Um, sort of also she'd get more into a human's mind because they're they're made to do that aren't they
1: and you know what she wouldn't be able to get that deep into him Remember the scene in the restaurant where Ford was able to freeze all the people without saying anything. Yeah, I think he's got some kind of implant in his brain that allows him to do the same thing, that we don't know about yet. But because um, he's the only person that doesn't have to use voice commands to make them do things, if we, we kind of noticed that. So yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He's got the he's got the secret power. Oh, also, while we're on Maeve, have we noticed mm-hmm. that her name is only one letter away from Maze? M-A-Z-E, M-A-V-E?
1: Uh, no, her name is spelled M-A-E-V-E.
2: Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, nearly. Okay. Yeah. okay. I've not seen it uh, written down, just heard it.
1: It's Ma Eve. So, like, Mother Eve, if you look at it. Mm. Yeah.
2: Even more of a thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, biblical reference, everybody. Um, so, uh, yeah, Bernard tries to call for help again, Uh. But Maeve, um, this is where Maeve freezes him, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then Maeve makes Bernard clear her uh, to send her back into the park. So, she, you know, she's doing her tel- telepathy thing that she can do. and But now Bernard knows he's a host again. Because we know that he got that wiped from him when he killed Teresa, but now she's told him, and nobody's wiped wiped him. So now Bernard just knows, and nobody knows that Bernard knows. Well, maybe.
2: No one knows that he knows, but maybe someone knows that he knows, that they know, that he knows, that they know. Right, he you knows. think
1: that maybe Ford would have a tablet that would uh, just have an alert on it when Bernard found out that he was a post, but
2: whatever. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> ding! Oh, I need to right. go wipe him.
1: I would set up the Bernard app. If I was Ford and I was in this situation, but that's just me. So we go to the Confederado camp uh, with Logan and William and Dolores again, and Logan has William and Dolores tied up now. And William tells Logan that that Dolores is different, and L- William wants Logan's help because we know that Logan was uh, is thinking about investing or possibly even buying Westworld, and she he wants Logan's help to get Dolores out of the park, and Logan is kind of baffled by this. Yeah. Uh, basically like what you want to take her home with
2: you what (laughs) (laughs) you want to just put her in your suitcase like she's a uh, hotel dressing gown or something
1: right he's the most likable and the most uh unlikable in this scene to me (laughs) because he's kind of funny but at the same time in a second you're gonna hate him um and dolores says uh you guys are all assuming that i want to leave the park I don't. Want, and then this is kind of my favorite line of this whole uh, episode. Maybe she says, "You're all assuming I want to leave the park. Why? Why would I want to leave the park when all of you are clamoring to get in here?"
2: It's <laughs> very good saying,
1: point. How great can the outside world be?
2: <laughs> yeah. If all you're all you're you paying to, to here, come here, why right. would I want to leave here? What's what? The hell is it out there?
1: So Logan, uh, he's kind of impressed by this, and uh, he takes. Uh, Dolores away and it kind of Looks like he's going to do something to her but we kind of cut Off before we see what he's going to do So we go to the f- we go into Ford's office and Bernard is Sneaking around Ford's empty office While Ford's gone we don't really see What he's doing but he's trying to find something Obviously in Ford's office Maybe access to something we'll find Out in the future about <laughs> So we go to cold storage And Ford meets with uh, Meets up with Bernard because I guess Bernard Wanted to talk to Ford And Bernard has looked into his own code, and he says that Arnold wrote most of his code. So he thinks that Arnold created him. And Bernard thinks uh, that Ford killed Arnold. Uh, He doesn't know yet if if Ford killed Arnold or not, but he thinks he did because Arnold had a different plan for the hosts. And basically Bernard wants to know what that plan was. So Bernard wants for to uh, take him back in his own memories because if we remember, these hosts are able to store, you know, everything basically.
2: Yeah, and it's yeah. not like our memories; it's a proper sort of like like a recording of it.
1: Or like uh, I would kind of describe it as what uh, a lucid dream. If anybody would yeah. kno- knows what a lucid dream is, where you're able, it's a dream, but you're able to kind of control it. At this point, uh. Ford says, I'm not going to send you back there because it might drive you crazy. Uh, and it also might. Uh, what does he say? You might not see like what you see. basically. Yeah. But Bernard yeah. pulls a gun on him. And Ford says, you can't use a gun on me. You're a host like you're not allowed to. And then Clementine walks in the room. And I was kind of like, oh, OK, this is kind of cool. And Clem- he gives Clementine the gun. Uh, and I guess he has hacked Clementine, is what he says, and used what's left of her. Because we know in the last episode she got a lobotomy. Straight uh, up the nose. Mm. Right. So you think most of her functions would be destroyed? You think that would be the idea of them doing that, right? But I guess it was just to wipe the memories, was the idea.
2: Yeah. Well, they were, they were only doing a small part of the memory block or brain or whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it was me and I was, if there was this, uh, because she was highly malfunctioning. I would want to destroy it as much as possible to the point where it was unable to function anymore.
2: Yeah, you'd think Uh, incinerator. Right, exactly.
1: More than anything. They they stored her away in the cold room, so she's still down there, which we saw last time. But, um, so she pulls, she has the gun now. And we know that she, uh, or at least Bernard says that she hasn't been wiped and so her main objectives are still there. She's still able to pull the trigger if she wants. And Bernard says that she'll only listen to him. He's programmed her to do that. So yeah, four degrees. Uh, go ahead.
2: Yes, yeah, wasn't it? They wiped her completely. So her thing that stops her shooting at a human isn't there anymore. And Bernard's sort of patched in over that.
1: Well, right, if you remember, she was able to kill in uh, the last episode. That's why she caught oh, Autumn yeah. in the first place. The thing that they didn't do was they didn't wipe that code change. So that mm-hmm. was still in there from okay. it being changed by whoever changed it, I guess. I um, get you. So Ford gives Bernard access to his memories. Uh, and. We go through a bunch of Ford's memories, including like his son again, which we'll find out a little bit more about that later. But it kind of happens every time he goes into his memories. We see uh, his son dying, and Bernard saying, seen, "Listen, right." And we've which we've seen in past episodes a bunch of times. That same scene, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which it kind of goes back to the whole loop idea of these robots. So Bernard remembers uh, killing Teresa now, which he had wiped out. Uh, which Ford had wiped from his memory, and we also find out that he is the one who attacked Elsie, uh, which he's choking her in this. We see him choking her, but we didn't actually see him kill Elsie, right?
2: No, I, but not that I could remember. Uh, he
1: has her in like a chokehold. He's got her in like a, a headlock type chokehold.
2: Yeah. It sort of uh, implied that he does, but. But we never see her.
1: We never see her like limp body fall to the floor or anything like that.
2: We just know that she's on. Isn't she the one that's on vacation?
1: Right, vacation. But we did see her get grabbed in the one episode, and so this is kind of the reveal of that one episode where she got grabbed. We find out that Bernard is the one who grabbed her, which um, I did mention. I that was my guess because we knew that once we knew Ford was controlling him, uh, that's when I guessed it was Bernard that did it. But
2: yeah makes
1: sense. So, Ford wants to get back to work uh after, you know, after Bernard comes out of this memory trance, uh which when he goes into it, I it kind of reminded me of like somebody shooting up heroin. He was like <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> um he's like getting a rush rush of stuff happening to him kind of. He 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 could have done the same acting job for either uh role. Um uh, Maybe
2: that will be his next one.
1: Yeah, maybe. I've never seen this guy in anything before, so maybe. Uh, Ford wants to get back to work, but Bernard wants to go deeper in his memories still. So, back at the Confederado camp, Logan is mad at William for forgetting about his sister. So, we kind of get, maybe this is why Logan's been so pissed off at him this whole time, is because he's been with Dolores, and Logan is like, you're you're supposed to be getting married to my sister, you asshole. You know what I mean?
2: I think I mentioned this a while ago. Like, Probably episode two or three. Just a bit like, why is he letting his? If he's going to be marrying his sister, why is he letting him?
1: Right, follow
2: around this girl, and uh, you just wouldn't. uh, You'd be like, dude, uh, my my sister.
1: (laughs) I think we all we all. I think at least I kind of uh, dismissed it because Logan is such kind of a. He doesn't give a crap about any of that stuff, anyways. You know, he's like, I'm gonna sleep twenty people and shoot all these people. Like he. He's a bad guy anyway, so I kind of just dismissed it. But, yeah, now it makes sense. But, uh, Logan shows William a picture of his sister. Did you see this? I guess you probably didn't see the picture he showed her because of your screen.
2: No, not in... um... This is the same
1: picture that Dolores' dad found in episode, what, three? Where Dolores' (gasps) dad got broken by a picture? This is the same picture. Oh, uh, uh, it's very quick, and you would have to would have been paying attention to notice it. Uh, yeah, but it was the same picture, so very cool. Uh, and I assume we'll get more on that in the future. Uh, but William puts this in his jacket, so at some point, I'm assuming William's going to lose this in, in the prairie. So Logan, um, Logan brings Dolores out, and he proceeds to cut Dolores open, like in the from the stomach. This is a very disturbing scene, right?
2: Yeah, he's, he's trying to prove to William that she's not real, right? Isn't he? He's trying to, he's to sort like, say, look.
1: He's still mad about his sister, so he's trying to say, "My sister's real. Look at what th- this is—a robot." You know,
2: as she's standing there screaming and bleeding, and <laughs> right, <laughs> it's quite horrific. Right, and well, until it's not quite he the same finally, as pulling out wires. Until he finally cuts
1: her open, and we see that she's uh, see her like exposed mechanics, which look very um. T-1000, or uh, T-100, like, uh, Terminator-looking. Not so much like the synthetic ones we've seen uh, in this day and age, I guess. Uh, Yeah. Which I guess we can talk about it now, but... um, So she's the original kind of robot that we've seen from Ford's little cabin with his fake family. Those. Yeah, the the first gen. Yeah, first gen. That's a good word. And she's more second gen now. So this is her previous build. Obviously, we know that at this point, yeah. right? Okay. So, Del- which we're go- we're gonna have to say it eventually towards the end of this episode, uh, and I'll just use first gen and second gen to describe it. That's a good way to do it, without hey. like kind of ruining anything. Yeah. So Dolores says, uh, uh, she says that people like Logan are are what are ruining Arnold's vision for the park. So, maybe at this point, the way she says it, she says it in present tense. So, maybe at this point, in this, where we are now, Arnold's still alive. Yeah. But Dol- Dolores uh, grabs a knife out of a guy's holster. She cuts Logan in the face with a knife, uh, which aren't they not allowed to harm people? But I guess they are allowed to harm them to a degree, right? So.
2: Yeah, they're not allowed she- to kill anybody. But right. they can. Because, um, oh, what's he? You just said his name. Logan got beaten up by those guys when they left him in Pariah, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Right. But he didn't, didn't kill him, but they, they could beat him up.
1: They beat him up, right. Uh, which I guess, if you're a sadomasochist, maybe this place is for you. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so she grabs a gun out of the guy's uh, holster. I think it's she grabbed it out of Logan's holster. She shoots her way out. She's still cut open, mind you, but she's running out of, out of here. Uh, and William says, just go, leave me behind. And so she leaves him tied up. So Dolores runs into the woods outside of camp, and as she's running away, she's being chased by the Confederados, and she falls down, and then she hears the "Remember" again, which we've heard a bunch of times. And she gets up from falling down, and the Confederados are all gone now. There's no more noises, and she isn't in the same clothes anymore. She's in a she's in the dress, uh, or she, yeah, she's in a. Right, she was in the dress when she's in the camp, and then what? Is that right, or is it opposite?
2: No, she was in like trousers and a shirt. Something. She's in right, at the, she's camp in the she... trousers
1: and the shirt when she leaves camp. When she falls down, and when she gets up, uh, is that right, or oh, maybe it's not? Oh, yeah. I okay. Can't remember. She's still she's still in a shirt. So this kind of confused me, because what (laughs) we get later, she changes clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Later on in the episode, she changes clothes. Right here, she falls down, and she gets up, and she doesn't have the cut in her uh, stomach anymore, but she's still in the same clothes. That's what I wrote down here. It confused me, because later on in this, she should have changed clothes right here, in my opinion. But maybe I'm not following the story correctly, so... Really weird. hard to tell with the show if you're following it correctly or not.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a hindsight rewatcher, isn't it?
1: Right. Which I watched these all twice, but I still didn't get it. So, but no. she doesn't have the cut in her stomach anymore. She runs away, and she's not being chased anybody. So that's the most important thing. So we go back to uh oh now we go to Hector's camp, uh which is the gang, the gang of people with Armistice and Hector the outlaw. And the gang is trying to figure out how to get into the safe that they stole in the last episode. And Hector leaves uh, the camp area to go pee. And Maeve is there with a shotgun. Uh, and Maeve tells Hector, she basically tells him how his loop is supposed to end. That uh, the gang is going to turn on each other. And that Armistice is going to end up shooting him. And, she, and they're both going to die. And Hector, of course, doesn't believe her but because Maeve knows everything at this point, because she has all the knowledge in the world, basically, in her head, uh, all this comes true, but before Armistice can kill Hector, Maeve shoots him with the... shoots her with the shotgun. So now Maeve opens the safe for Hector, because we know she knows the combination from, what, like, two episodes ago? From the end of two episodes ago? And... She shows him it's an empty safe, basically trying to convince Hector. She says, "What does she say? Uh, I want you to go to hell with me and fight the the demons or something like that." Something yeah, of that she,
2: is that when she says something about I I could make you, but that's not my way.
1: Right. She says, uh, "I could just make you go with me and not give you the combination, but that's not my way." That's what she says about the safe. But she wants she doesn't really tell him where he's going. She just says she. Uh, she wants him to go to hell with him uh, hell with her and fight so Hector is kind of like what but then when she opens the safe he sees it's empty and he realizes everything he's been doing up to this point is just useless and that she knew all of it was useless uh, They, she's sitting on top of the safe and he says that we've been here before which we have except it was at the bar uh, with her sitting on the safe and them making out So he's kind of... He's having a memory here. Hector. So it's kind of the first time that's happened to him. So Hector agrees to go with her. And they start making out. and They start to have... Well, they get close to having sex. Uh, They go into this tent. And Hector asks, How are we going to get there? Talking about hell. And Maeve says, Getting to hell is easy. It's the rest where it gets hard. And she takes a candle and burns... The tent down with the two of them in it having sex. So they burn themselves alive having sex. That's cool. Yeah.
2: Of all the ways to go, I think. I don't know if <laughs> yes. that'd be my chosen one, to be honest.
1: Uh, it's super metal. That yeah, is super metal. So. Yeah. Even though it's Westworld and it probably should be, what, super Western? But it's.
2: <laughs> super. <metal>. cowboy. <laughs> super
1: califactualistic, cow <laughs> right. Um... <laughs> So we go back to the Confederado camp, and William wants to know if Dolores is still alive. And Logan says they didn't find her. And Logan, at this point, he basically convinces William that Dol- Dolores isn't alive, and that uh, William is nuts, or is, or does he?
2: <laughs> well, he's sort of saying, you know, what What are you doing? Why are you chasing after? Why do you care so much about this computer? Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so Logan I mean, cuts William
1: loose, and they hug each other, and it looked, they're all happy together at this point. So we go to the Man in Black with Teddy and Angela for the first time in this episode. Uh, and if you don't know it, Tilly, Angela is the lady from the original opening part. Uh, the blonde one. Episode two, where William came in and there was the lady in the wardrobe room that helped yeah. him get dressed. That's this lady, but she's in a different role, obviously. Been repurposed. Right. Just to make sure everybody knew that. Uh, and so Teddy and the Man in Black are now tied up, because we know last time they got attacked by, whatever, 30 guys and Angela. And we find out that these are Wyatt's men, and Wyatt's men are like, they're... Uh, I wouldn't say they're eating dead people, but some of them are, and some of them are just like taking souvenirs, so they're obviously some type of cannibals or something like this
2: yeah well they um what's his name when he was on about his new stories that he'd written how he'd, in, he'd incorporated cannibalism and right lots of other things into them to make them Kobe. horrible
1: yeah so this must be part of that uh storyline that he wrote
2: yeah um, the he, new depravity in,
1: right being intertwined with ford's wyatt storyline which is something different and they're kind of being mixed in together so that's kind of cool i never really thought about that Too you mentioned it but yeah that's kind of cool
2: Hey, uh, see, I can notice some things now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly down to you noticing it, though. <laughs> uh,
1: you, I'm, it's always good, because I'm paying it so close attention and have my own, like, mindset. Sometimes you know, you and Fro notice things that, like, I wouldn't notice because I, I think it's going one way and then it doesn't, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to actually be a little happy when we get done doing this show, because it's so intense to... Um, to do notes on, <laughs> it's pretty intense to do notes on the show. Uh, yeah. To be honest, a lot of stuff happening, but we find out Wyatt isn't there, and Teddy asks where he is, and Angela says she he's where you saw him last, and Teddy just says Escalante, which we've heard before, but he goes into a memory and he remembers you know what we've seen before of um, the story of Wyatt that was in, uh, put into his head by Ford in past episode. And we find out that this place where they were shooting people, this is Escalante, but we this is the same town from the last episode that uh, Dolores showed up at.
2: Yeah, with all the where she flashed back to the robot dance practice.
1: Right. So Escalante is this place with the little church, and it's the training town that they originally trained the hosts at. Yeah. So Teddy tells. Uh, oh, Angela asked Teddy um, to remember what really happened because she says that teddy doesn't remember it correctly and we go go back into teddy's memory more and we find out that teddy is the one that's killing all the people in this town so i'm thinking here that teddy is Wyatt. Wyatt, yeah right and it's not soldiers he's killing it's all these innocent people in this town of escalante so teddy is the crazy one and he's maybe multiple personality is what i'm thinking is happening here
2: yeah and doesn't he hasn't he got his sheriff badge on and stuff when he's shooting everybody
1: Right, exactly. Uh, I'm sure he's
2: full sheriff but, garb and he's killing all the people.
1: Right, but in his memory, he's a soldier and he's killing other soldiers. So it's like a totally different uh, memory. Maybe it's been altered from an original memory, or maybe it's, um, maybe he's supposed to be like, maybe it's supposed to be like a Fight Club where he's one person. What sometimes one person, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Split personality type, daily.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing. So he remembers all this and it's this interesting and Angela then stabs him in the stomach uh, saying, you'll come back and you'll fight with us again. So does Angela know that when you kill people they go to... Uh, she must do. Yeah, she must. But then she kill- basically she kills Teddy and she goes to the man in black and knocks him out uh, bashing his head against a rock. So the man in black wakes up the next morning with a noose around his neck and it's tied over a tree branch to a horse. That's just free, standing there. Which, I guess he would have been woken up if the horse would have started running, right? But
2: Yeah, well, if the horse had started moving too much, he would have been stood up, because the horse would have pulled on the rope on his neck and it would have stood him up. It, right. Yeah. The trick so, is to uh, not spook the horse.
1: <laughs> and Teddy's still dead, lying there on the ground, and he's got the knife still stuck in his stomach. So, as the horse is about to run away... The man in black grabs the knife Cuts himself free Just at the last second of course uh, And when he looks up Charlotte is standing there And I was like what the hell is going on right now <laughs> So Charlotte yeah, tells was, the man in black uh, did, I, I didn't see it coming at all So the Charlotte tells the man in black That Teresa died trying to get the Their info out of the park That's what she says Our info Talking about both of them, so I assume Charlotte, Man in Black, were working with Teresa to try to steal this information. Clearly, but Charlotte doesn't know that Ford is the one who actually killed Teresa. She still thinks that it was a accident of some type. Yeah. uh And Charlotte wants the Man in Black to uh, to vote for Ford to be fired or to get rid of Ford. And so I guess we assume that the man in black is part of the board, which we've heard about so much in the past that Charlotte heads up. He must yeah. be one well, of we the We already votes.
2: knew he was important, but now it's, it's very definitely he is involved and he knows the higher ups and he's important. Right. You know, he's, proper well, professional he, level.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got to vote somehow. So he's either part of the board or maybe he's a uh, shareholder, something like that. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, that's obviously why they let him do all the stuff in the past that he's wanted to do, they've gone, oh, just let him do whatever he wants, Is because he's so high up in the company of some type. And we find out here that the f- man in black kept Ford in business in the past, uh, that Ford was going to go out of business sometime in the past, and that the man in black uh, kept him afloat. Oh, whatever
2: that, that sounds is. like definite shareholder then, or something, some money, money
1: man. Yeah, I would assume he's probably part of the board with Charlotte, but who knows. Uh, and the man in black is uh, fine with getting rid of Ford, we find out. And he says he just doesn't want to be bothered. He'll vote whatever way she wants him to. And he leaves. He says he knows where he's going now and that he is on his way to find the maze. Uh, and did you know where he was going? I kind of knew at this point.
2: Um, No, I kind of guess. Whenever he says anything about the maze, I always think of Maeve. <laughs>
1: Right. Totally. OK. But he says, what you uh, think
2: too. I mean, he
1: he was knocked out and, uh, you know, Angela and that whole group's gone. And so this is him the next morning. So obviously something that happened between Teddy and Angela and him that night before. Uh, that is what clued me into what was happening. But we'll get into that in a second. Okay. So because before that, he didn't know where to go. And then after that, he did know where to go, so it clued me in to go. Okay, this obviously there's something from that scene. And when I watched it the second time, that's when I got it. So that's probably why. So we go to the map room, and Ashley, the head of security, gets notified that Elsie's tablet is active somewhere in the park. So is Elsie still alive? We don't really know.
2: But he goes. Nicked her, off her pad.
1: Uh, yeah, but it wasn't on before. She's supposed to be on vacation. Oh. And so it turned on somehow in the park. Mm, Interesting. (laughs) So he goes into Westworld to check it out. So Ashley goes in to look for Elsie and his phone. He can't get any signal to track her phone. And as this is happening, he gets attacked by Ghost Nation, which we've seen a little bit of before. But they kind of ambush him. And as they're doing this, none of the voice commands will work on them. So maybe they're controlled by somebody else. Mm -hmm. And we cut away before we see what happens. Back they the do a lot of that on this. They do. But we only have one more episode. So hopefully we'll get a lot of wrap-up of, of these. You know, this is kind of a two-parter, maybe. Even though it's so long. Back at the Confederado Comp. Logan wakes up. And, he, you know, he was super drunk the night before. He wakes up on the ground all, like, uh, face in the mud. And the whole camp is... Just dead all around him, and lots of these people look dismembered in certain ways—legs missing, arms missing, things like that. It's very yes, brutal,
2: more massacred than just dead.
1: Right. It's not like they're just shot. There are a lot of arms missing, a lot of people cut up, and things like that. So, um, very brutal looking. And William is sitting there in the middle of all this, and he's the one, obviously, who killed all, all of these hosts. And it seems like William maybe has gone a little mad. He's got a little off off the reservation, to use a term, Westworld term. Um, (laughs) And Logan seems a bit scared of him at this point because of what he's seeing all around him. And William says, "Uh, you told me that this was a game. Uh, Let's see how you play this game. And William basically attacks Logan with a knife, holding it to his throat, and tells Logan that he wants Logan to help him find Dolores. And Logan agrees, of course, because you're not gonna disagree with the guy with a knife to e- to your throat. But
2: especially after he's just had that much practice killing hosts.
1: Exactly. Uh, and he looks totally out of his mind, like crazy eyes.
2: Yeah. So go McPoyle again.
1: <laughs> which I just started watching that last week. That's cool. Uh Yay! That I actually do that reference now, because I wouldn't have known that before last week. But yeah.
2: Yeah, now you can imagine how weird it was when he turned up in Westworld. I was like, what? (laughs) Where's his dressing gown? Where's his milk?
1: (laughs) Right, oh yeah, I didn't even make the connection even. But yeah, Mm. the hair throws me off. Yeah, the hair is what, yeah, totally looks different. Uh, So Bernard, oh, back at cold storage. Uh, Bernard with uh, Dr. Ford and uh, memories again. And we go to the moment after, in last episode, the moment after Maeve got, the Maeve stabbed herself with a scalpel after she was brought in when uh, her daughter was killed by the man in black. And Bernard is f- confused how Maeve could kill herself uh, because she, you know, she's a host. How, is she, how could she do that? And Ford says sometimes uh, basically says that sometimes weird things can happen, and we don't always know what's going to happen. And this is one of those times. And Bernard tries to say that Maeve is evolving, But he basically gets stuck because I don't think he's allowed to say it because he's a host himself, if that makes sense. Uh. But in an earlier episode, Ford even said it to Teresa, said, I think they're evolving somehow. He said that to her, remember? So I'm confused by that whole thing. But uh, this, yeah. And then uh, Bernard remembers uh, when Ford first told us about Arnold. And this is where... um, what is this that scene i'm trying to remember no it is not bernard okay. remembers when ford first told him about arnold uh which we've seen in the past so we get a lot of like flashback stuff from scenes we've seen in past episodes which mm, i kind of liked but i also kind of didn't like you know what i mean
2: yeah so well, if it's already been in the series then does it really need flashing back to?
1: right when you're exactly. doing this many not... flashbacks
2: of stuff that didn't happen already
1: the old like, 90s sitcom, 80s sitcom thing where they would have the episode in the middle of the, of the season or maybe during a holiday where they would do, oh, remember when this happened on the show? And it would be a whole yeah. episode of that. I oh, hate. that those time that you brought I that hate. puppy.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then She's they flash back show. to the...
1: <laughs> Exactly, I hate those. And it kind of, it wasn't that. I'm not going to say it was that, but I it was getting a little too close for my comfort. Um, yeah. So back in Westworld... Uh, Dolores uh, finds Escalante and she finds the church and she goes inside the church and there are people crying all over the place and as she walks through the front doors of the church, this is where it happens, uh, she walks up to the church and she's got the trousers and the shirt on and when she goes through the church doors, she's in the purple dress that we saw her, you know, in episode one the same purple dress her normal sort of everyday wear Right. she's in her loop or original loop because now she's kind of in a whole new loop
2: but yeah original loop wear (laughs) right
1: um well mm, it's hard to say that but i don't want to ruin anything uh but yeah yeah. we go in there and there's all these people crying it looks kind of like a funeral but it also seems like some of them are a little bit mentally unstable (laughs) because they're like talking to themselves uh, but we know that these are all hosts, and what I assume this is. What did you did you have any assumptions as to what they were all doing in this church? Um, no. I kind of think, think this think. is Arnold's funeral. <gasps> oh. Yeah, and they, maybe these are hosts uh, mourning him. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, which would be well, strange. yeah,
2: but if he's their sort of creator, exactly. And what they are and all the rest of it It would be because they feel Because they've got emotions It'd be horrific
1: Right and especially if this is Maybe much earlier because yeah, She goes inside the church She, Like we said she does the clothing change She goes into the confessional Which is at the back of the church And we find out this confessional Is like a secret elevator just like the ones we've seen In other parts of Westworld uh, That come out of the ground Sometimes and other things and she goes down into this, and when she gets to the bottom of the secret elevator, she's in like a lab of some type. And we get another clothes change, where she gets to the bottom of the elevator, and she's back to being in the trousers and the shirt. And she goes in there, and the lights are flashing, and there's dead like bodies everywhere, and just everything is destroyed basically. And it kind of looks like the room. Remember when Bernard went to check the computer to look for the abnormal abnormal hosts and he found the five weird hosts that were in the park that room yeah. where he went in and all the lights were flashing kind of looks like that room reminded me of that at least and she, as she passes a window we get another clothing change which these are important <laughs> doesn't seem maybe important but the clothing changes are important uh, and as when she gets back to the, clo- uh, the dress now all the people in here are alive there are scientists doing science work And uh, a young Dr. Ford walks past her and says, Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. And he walks into this office, basically saying he needs to talk to Arnold. And we look at the door of the office. It says Arnold's name on it. So we know this is, at this point, we know this is the past, right? Because we have young Dr. Ford. We have Arnold. uh, We have this room that we've seen in the future being like, all destroyed and dead people and this is the past so uh she goes into this door dolores does uh and she sees young dr ford go to into uh, arnold's office and walks into a back room so we go back to cold storage and bernard finds out that his son's death is the cornerstone of his personality which I think is interesting. That's why he keeps replaying it in his mind is because everything in his personality was built off storyline wise, uh, his son's death. Yeah. Uh, to
2: make him sort of more compassionate and to make that right. be the thing that is all about this one tragic thing that he's constantly trying to make good for. Yeah,
1: I mean, when you write their personality, you have to start somewhere. And so I guess yeah. this is where they probably started, I guess the first thing they started with, um, we go back to Westworld and Dolores finds uh, a secret lab. I guess this. And it looks just like the room where uh, Bernard and her did their secret talks, as we called them, if you remember. Oh, yeah. From the past, where her and Bernard would have their secret talks about things that we didn't know what they were saying, but uh, where they talked about. Uh, she used to tell her stories of Alice in Wonderland and whatnot. And back at cold storage with Bernard, uh, Ford tells Bernard he he built him, not Arnold. Bernard doesn't believe him, and he wants to see his first memory ever. Bernard wants to see the, when he woke up after being created. This is the coolest part. Bernard goes into his son's uh, his son dying memory, and he basically controls this memory, kind of. Uh, just like we were saying in the past uh, with Dolores's things, where she could kind of control her memories in a way. Mm. And he ends up bringing his son back to life. So to me, this was him um, changing his the cornerstone of his personality, if that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. he was able to access other parts of him because that was kind of the cornerstone of... If he broke that, he would be able to go back further. So once he does that, he goes back... Um, Ah, uh, to to Ford, uh, him w- waking up for the first time, and Ford is there, and Bernard is seeing his very first memory of his eyes opening, and Bernard's, or Ford is teaching Bernard to clean his glasses, and he says he's doing this. Um, he says he's basically saying, oh, he used to clean his glasses this way to think, and our, uh, Bernard asks Ford, well, who am I? And at this point, we find out that Bernard. He hands Bernard a picture, and on the picture we see, which we've seen before, right? We've seen a picture of half the picture or something like that. Yeah. I think we saw it, and it was split in half, and it was just Ford and the other guy, and they he cut off Arnold. So we'd never seen Arnold. And now we see the whole picture, and obviously this is way in the past, and we find out that Bernard is Arnold. Or at least Bernard is a host designed to act and look just like Arnold. Yes. Very cool. Very, very, very interesting cool. turn of turn point uh, in the show. So we go back to Ford's lab, and or no, this is the secret room. Uh, Bernard and her secret room, or whatever. And Dolores meets up with Bernard, who we now know is well the Arnold host, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they meet up for one of their secret talks. Obviously. And Dolores says uh, that she has been following the maze and that all the maze has uh, shown her is pain and destruction. And in this scene, she is in the purple dress again. So we know that this is the past. Yeah. Um, and Bernard says he can't help her with the pain and destruction. Uh, and she says, why can't you help me? And he says, you know why I can't help you. And he says, why can't I help you, Dolores? And she says, you can't help me because you're dead and I killed you. So we find out here that Dolores killed Arnold. (laughs) And we get a flash. And now Dolores is in the pants with the shirt instead of the dress. And she's in the same room, but there are like cobwebs all over the place. And it's... Like, nobody has been there for years and years and years and years. So she's flashed forward in time here. So Dolores goes back out. She goes back uh, to the church. You know, she comes out of the secret elevator. She's in the church, and she sees somebody coming up to the church. and She, th- she thinks it's William coming to save her. And Dolores uh, goes to the doors, and the man in black walks through the front uh, doors of the church and we cut away right as this happens. we go back to cold storage for a final scene with Bernard and Ford and Bernard tells Clementine to kill Ford because he's done with Ford's bullshit basically. but I guess well my assumption is while Bernard was you know in his memories, Ford was able to access uh, her pro uh, Clementine's programming and change her so that she wouldn't uh, she, she wouldn't kill him. And Bernard realizes this and he says, if you could access her, why didn't you just access me and stop me the pain of having to go through all these memories? And Ford says, basically, Ford says, I was giving you a chance because I didn't want to have to do what I'm about to do. And Ford tells Bernard that uh, he freezes Bernard like he does normally, uh, gives Bernard the gun and basically tells Bernard to shoot himself after he leaves the room. And Ford, as Ford walks out of the room, uh, Bernard shoots himself in the head, and we cut to black, cut to credits. Ah! So Bernard is dead. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess this is going to be interesting because if somebody finds Bernard, they're going to find out that he's a host, right? Or maybe not. Yeah. I don't know.
2: And then how does the host shoot himself in the head? Like, Why would that happen? Although one thing I have exactly. to say about this episode, there is one favorite bit of mine that I didn't—I forgot to mention when you were on it. You know, okay. when um, Maeve and Bernard are talking, when um, she freezes him and stuff, she oh, calls him Bernard. Yeah, she calls him Bernard. Oh, and I thought she me... called him
1: Bernie. I think she calls no. him Bernie. Oh, no,
2: is that now now Bernard. And I think I she that. calls
1: him Bernie at one point because I remember thinking, "Oh, Bernie Sanders," but yeah.
2: yeah. But yeah, definitely in this one, she definitely calls him Bernard. Because I go, yes, that's oh, what Ford would have actually called him.
1: We got Crackley's. Oh, no.
2: Crackley, get faces. I get all excited. Is it gone? Mm. No.
1: It's it's good enough, but we're almost <coughs> towards the end. Oh, that's better. Yeah. There we go.
2: Hey! But yeah, that's what if Ford would have actually called... Bernard in Bernard he wouldn't say it Bernard and then yeah when when I hear Tandy Newton beautifully saying Bernard I just wanted to rush through the telly and kiss her (laughs) (laughs) I don't know just a little thing for me but there's always a little thing isn't it
1: so yeah that was episode 9 final episode next week excited for that Um, (gasps) hopefully we get a lot of wrap up we know we're going to get a second season so we're also going to get a cliffhanger so Next week will be fun. Uh, excited for that. Yeah. Uh, everybody go to audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. You can get a free book there. Get a free trial to Audible. It'll help us out. Uh, and you get free stuff. Yeah, uh, if you want to email us. You don't have us to us use that, your eyes. That's true. I Have you been listening to anything? Audiobooks wise or, or anything?
2: Uh, not audiobooks-wise, but I've still been listening to Adam Buxton's podcast, and There's No Such Thing as the News. What? Uh, oh, cool. to Very good. Po- oh, no. No Such Thing as-, as a Fish is the podcast. No Such Thing as the News is their new TV show from the podcast. Right, it's still okay, just a yeah, televised podcast. I remember <laughs> you talking
1: about this at one point, yeah. It's very cool. Um, I've been still reading or listening to off Audible, uh, Death of WCW by Brian Alvarez. It's a good book. Go check it out. Um, And then if you want to email us, go to citizen at gmail.com. You can email us there, or you can, whatever, send us a private message on Facebook if you want to, something like that. Uh, If you have a question for the show, uh, let us know. Coming next week, news of the week. Uh, We'll do the tables, ladders, and chairs results. Uh, Tilly's pick, things that have turned 30 next week. Uh, Mm -hmm. Which, by that time, will you have turned 30?
2: Um, not quite, I will be turning 30 a week this Sunday So I'll be in the last few days of being 29
1: A week this Sunday, okay All right. Yeah. But we'll do that before her birthday, but that'll still work uh, uh, We're going to do another digital review of Incarnate Which I uh, guess uh, Mark Henry of the WWE is in this movie I didn't <laughs> know until this week, but apparently he plays in this movie Oh, my God. And we will do the finale of Westworld, Episode 10. So that's for next week. From me and the U.S., Fro in Norway, and Tilly in the U.K., goodbye, everybody.
2: Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.